to Neighbours. This is the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We break down. Well, we break down the last five episodes of the Aussie soap that went to air of Neighbours. And I'm Vaya Pashos and I'm in London uh, somehow. I have set up the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in uh, Malcolm Kennedy's local pub. I tried to get in at Izzy's spare room, but she doesn't want to associate. So uh, we're here at Malcolm's local. Uh, he's doing well. Bubs is doing well. Now, I've got some guest hosts, friends of the show that will be rotating and talking about different episodes. So you'll see all of them. And I'll be hearing from everyone's citizen slash citizen of the week. And I'm pretty pumped for that. And this is like I've been in London a day. I've spent my time trying to find Willow and Andrea. I've looked inside... <laughs> couple of red phone boxes no one's in there and uh we'll probably do a drive by buckingham palace a bit later see um see who's who's around i don't know i'll just look from the outside and that's how i know who's inside um london i gotta say by the way london weather is exactly like melbourne weather so today like last night i w- w- went walked down the street and it was chilly and i'm like oh i need my jacket and then i remembered it's like this in melbourne so when you see everyone jump in the pool at this time of year it's the same climate. <laughs> they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be in the pool. And even in summer, Melbourne, it's not always sunny. Sydney, yes. Home and away, yes. They can run down the beach. I've already, oh my God, it's been 10 minutes and I've, only, I've already mentioned the soap that we don't talk about. <laughs> Actually, when I got the Eurostar to come here, which I missed, by the way, because we stopped for gelato. <laughs> um, I was like, check-in time, it's fluid. It's not. <laughs> My gelato cost 44 euro as a result. Um, so, at border security, he's like, what do you do? And my partner said, oh, I'm a TV producer. He's like, what are you here for? And I went, I'm here for a holiday. And he said, you don't work for Home and Away, do you? And I said, no, we prefer neighbours. <laughs> Please let me into the country. Uh, so, a couple of things. Neighbours Council business. I uh, just want to thank everyone who's made the trip today. It's really great. Some of you have come from another country. Some of you have come from many hours on buses and trains and scary things. And a couple of people really wanted to come and couldn't swing it. So hello to all those guys. Gaynor came along on her birthday. So that's awesome. That's too much. Um, so <laughs> buy your drink after. And so this is the first time I've recorded Neighbours with an audience. So... This is an experiment that you're all part of and I'm really excited. But I think we should start... I never actually start with the theme song in the show because I just chuck it in later in the edit. But I'll play it off my phone and maybe we can all just, like, get it going. So, like, this is like karaoke night at the waterhole. So. Lessons. Life at the waterhole. Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. CJK to Bay, and half of the UK. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll start with Rich, come on over. Hiya. Come on in, grab Have a seat. I've got a designated seat, or? No. No. Pick one. I've gathered together like 40 people that I don't know in a basement room. <laughs> From the internet. People that, a lot of people that I've met on the internet. The world is great, isn't it? <laughs> this is Rich. Hi. A- All right. A.K.A. Nayblog. A.K.A. Nayblog, yeah. Hey. Hey. There it is. <laughs> Nayblog, well, you used to have a neighbour's blog. Yeah. Uh, 
And how did you, how, why, how? Uh, my friend's girlfriend who is not with anymore, <laughs> so I don't know how awkward that's going to be if they're listening to this, but my friend's girlfriend who is not with anymore, who was at that point temporarily living with us, because I lived with him at that point, uh, I wrote a blog about music and was really sarcastic about Neighbours, and she said, why don't you combine the two and write a blog about Neighbours? So that's what I did. Well, that's great. It's like a Neighbours plot in there. It was a few, few interconnected relationships. Yeah. But then it ran out of steam about two years ago. And I don't know if any of you are in this room, but there's definitely at least a couple of people who write better Neighbours blogs than I do. So so I sort of thought, okay, I'm up against it here. No, but there's the thing. The community, it's, a, it's abundant. Yeah. <laughs> We've all just got to, the content's got to feed itself. Just chuck it all out there. Everyone can do a Neighbours podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was using the same like cliches over and over again. Almost like almost yeah. like the thing I was commenting on. Hello. Was using the same cliches. <laughs> <laughs> so I just started tweeting yeah. instead, basically. No, I was going to say, we, we could be like the true crime industry. Just soon everyone will be having just ever, like thousands of neighbours podcasts just all over the world. Is that what happens in the true crime industry? Pardon? Is that what happens in the true crime True industry? crime podcasts. True crime podcasts. Everyone. Right. A dime a dozen. Everyone's I, don't, like, I don't consume like any popular culture except neighbours. It's, <laughs> it's really weird. Like, you're all going to keep referring to other things which I don't watch because <laughs> I don't know what they are. Apart from Made in Chelsea. They know I watch Made in Chelsea, but yeah. <laughs> No, I don't okay. know that is. Uh, and and neighbor, your neighbor's history. Do you, you watched it all your life and all that. Uh, jazz? Right. Okay. So I probably got into it in the like the Scott and Charlene era through my older sister, who was then like in her teens. At some like watched it all through the nineties, but then at some point probably fell out of it. Then watched it at uni because everyone at uni watch in the British unis watches Neighbours, as I'm sure these lot will all tell you. Stoners. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, my parents listen to this, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you were other people. Yeah. Other people. <laughs> it was the other people in my house, smoking yeah. weed, watching neighbours. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, I lived abroad for like eight years, so lost. That's the thing, actually. There's loads of stuff which you lot are always commenting on, which I completely lost. Basically, no, I'm the, the whole same. 2000s. Everyone's got lost years. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. got neighbours. Lo- like, it's like on the X Files where you lose to nine minutes and you yeah, don't know. Yeah. You're like, so, whoa, someone had a kid in that time. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the 2000s uh, lost it all. Yeah. Then started watching it again in the kind of like, you know, I think 2012 started watching yeah. it again. By which time it had like changed, you know. Well, speaking of everything chopping and changing, we're going to recap the week of the 24th of April, 2017. And on the Monday, well, we've got a new family joining the street. It's pretty epic. Uh, but there's a few house swaps that have been going on in the last couple of weeks I don't. It's just like a key party. I don't know, I don't know who's where. But it generally and why. is, isn't it? To be I don't know why. Can we just break down some of the houses where people are at? Like, uh, can I? Yeah, go. Not a, not a no. clue. I was expecting <laughs> you to. Uh... All right. Okay. So well, we let's we'll stick with the Rebecca house, one of the key heritage families. So we've got Sonia's kicked out. Toady, he's back yeah. with the Kennedys over the road. Who I don't Steph know, comes back, but that's later in the week, yeah, isn't yeah, it? When yeah. someone will be okay. So sometimes, spoiler alert. Yeah. Sometimes she's at the motel. Just they never. Yeah. They're just filling up their own business. If I had my own motel, I'd always live in a motel. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. It's like we don't need those rooms available. Like Therese, like why is she hanging around at like Gary's uh, parents' mm. house? That's really weird when you own a really nice house yourself and run a hotel. Yeah, that penthouse isn't going to be That's a really weird booked, yeah. place to be having your dirty weekends or whatever. Yeah, and the penthouse like, isn't your... booked out. They could no, be up no. there. So, okay, so and so that's Toadie's house. Then you've got the Kennedys. So Toadie's in there with Carl, Susan, Susan's niece, Ellie, their grandson, Ben. That's it, I think that's it. it. I think that's and it for now. Then you've got, oh, at Teresa's house. She's rattling, rattling around in there on her own with... 
one of the local high school teachers. Who? Oh, does he live there? Millsy, yeah, he's oh, there. Yeah. And then at uh, Cannings, the, that's a nice chock-a-block house, you've got Sheila, uh, her son Gary, his daughter Zancan, and randomly Amy, Sheila's grandson's yeah. ex-girlfriend. Just yeah, come on yeah, in, Amy. who kind of considers herself a Canning, doesn't she, in a yeah. way, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And then even yeah. though she's a Robinson, and Paul Robinson's bunked in at the motel too. Yeah, yeah. I suppose and, he is, yeah. Oh, and Jimmy's, whatever. Jimmy's always away at football camp or something. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got... Who, what's next? Who else? Who else? Brendan. Oh, Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark, Aaron down the mines, and Tiles, and now... because no, Tiles is at the um, the yeah. hostage place. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it's called, is it? What's that thing called? The Tanak Packers. What, if, that, Packers, what yeah. if they were all hostages there? <laughs> It's just got completely the wrong word for the wrong thing. It's just, yeah. it's just um, Leo is a kidnapper that he's. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one in a way. Well, we'll get back to that. Yeah. When we talk about the scrunchies. All right. Face. So, and then they, the Tanaka twins, live just in a convenient, nice apartment that's around the corner. That I think a yeah. lot of more people should like. Amy should be in there. Is Lee that the apartment of exile as it yes. used to be called? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And Piper, yeah, tiles are bunking in at the mezzanine at the backpackers, and that's it. Is there anyone else? Have I missed anyone? Oh, yeah, we'll get to Paige. Paige is doing some moving around this week yeah, with yeah. her bugs. I don't and Jack, know where Paige lives. Jack, like, lives in the confession booth, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he lives in that new, like... I think they seem to have sacked off the confession booth. Yeah. Now they've got that little house attached to the church <laughs> thing, which someone, again, who might be here, like, told me what that thing's called and, like, the educated man's. other man's probably, That's yeah. what my... F- is that right? Yeah. My friend who worked in a uniting... Her mum was a uniting church minister. They always had the man's, the house next door to the church. Yeah, but it's yeah. like a family home. Yeah, yeah. It's just like one priest hanging out there. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at, and the new family we'll get to in a second. We're going to start with Sonia's been on a bender the week before. Yeah. She's back on the on the on the grog, uh, yeah. which I didn't like. I mean, she's dabbled in all dabbled in all. Do we do vices. we know what she's dabbled in? <laughs> Sing them out. Uh, heroin. <laughs> what was that? Crack. Crack. Yeah. Have, have they mentioned? Is was this during the ten year period? I didn't watch it. Like, have they it's, mentioned these drug names? It's like a veiled. Uh, it's a veiled illusion. Gambling. She's definitely like she's taken money out of Callum's piggy bank. Oh, okay. I'm, I missed that GA before my time. She's gone to GA because she bonded with Lucas over gambling. Yeah. And she did mention like some kind of drug stuff in her past. Stuff is the sort of generic drug yeah. which can make you better at swimming, <laughs> and make you pass out, and make Paige. <laughs> Be hospitalised, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Has anyone ever had marijuana tea or whatever they had? No, it's, it was shrooms, wasn't it? Oh, it was mushrooms. Think, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. it was. Was anyone yeah. had shroom tea? Is that a thing? I uh, got on board to a friend, got on, uh, you know, on whatever I was on, Facebook chat or whatever, to a friend of mine, who's, uh, whose name won't be mentioned, but who's an aficionado of that kind of thing. And he said it's absolutely disgusting and you would instantly know that that's what it was. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you drink casually and then, like, realise you're drinking it. It's yeah. something you drink for the purpose of getting, like, psychedelically out of your head. Although yeah. Paige says later in the week that she's got a craving for meat, so maybe you had a meaty taste. Mushrooms, uh, the, the yeah. meat for vegetarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, mmm, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, so St- Steph finds Sonia, and I have a lot of time for Steph nurturing Sonia and looking do, after yeah. her in her time of need. And except for the point where she's cooking Sonia breakfast because she realised she'd fallen off the wagon. And she goes, hey, Sonia, one egg or two? Yeah. No one's offering one egg. First, first, first line on my notes. It's literally yeah. the first line on my notes. 
Well, I was going to say, was that some sort of Freudian reference to the uh, the surrogacy thing? <laughs> I wasn't sure whether that's what they were trying to do. Too soon, but, Steph yeah. Scully. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's stingy. Stingy. Someone yeah. has done a shopping at the Rebecca house, uh, and uh, so Sonia denies she's got a problem, but then takes herself to Everything's Anonymous. Well, she's calling it AA, and Kate. Remued on Twitter was like, well, maybe it's anything's anonymous now. Ah, yeah. Because and the, the counselor's saying, is there anything you want to say? And she's gambling, like, you know. Yeah. Getting she, off with that weird guy she met on the internet. Who? That was her other vice, wasn't it? Sonia. She, yeah. Yeah. No, Sonia. People forget this, but she sort of didn't she like nearly kiss or semi kiss uh, sleepless in errands. Sleepless in errands. Yeah. Yeah. Can they bring? Can he come back? That sounds awesome. Yeah. And that guy was in the Matrix as well. That's a massive, oh. like massive. Um, um tangent, I think. But that guy was in the Matrix. Yeah. He needs to come and meet Amy on Tinder. Sleepless in errands. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Then by the end of the episode, Steph comes back to support Sonia in one of my favourite scenes, where she was just like, "Tell me, are you not coping? Do you have a problem?" And Sonia says. I, yes, this is, I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. And Steph says, I'll move back for you. And Sonia breaks down like, I can't believe you would move back for me. And they have a really emotional hug and it was great. Yeah. I wasn't sure about Steph's initial approach. Like I thought she was being a bit too harsh and like judgy. And I was thinking that that's not going to work. But then I think it was more like, you know, obviously I don't confront enough alcoholics. <laughs> presumably that's how you do it. But like, yeah, I was thinking, oh no, Steph, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And lo and behold, by after 20 minutes, it had worked. So yeah, well done, Steph. Yeah. Well done. Just got to keep giving it a crack. Uh, and <laughs> and also, she's probably more comfortable there than at the motel, dive motel, really. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll come back to this very comfortable well, family. I'd love to live in a motel, but then I suppose if you work there, then you're doing the stuff that normally you get done for you. Also, I think you're confusing hotel with motel. Uh, like, yeah, but it doesn't look that dodge. It's not like in America when it's a film and there's deliberately stains on the oh, wall yeah. and then police sirens yeah, so like that you know that it's a flies buzzing dodgy. around yeah, yeah, a yeah. light and yeah. It looks all right. Now, I'll touch briefly on Leo's one night stand with who we later find out is Mishti. Um, she's in a towel dress. That's how you know someone's just done the deed. Yeah. <laughs> that's where he does his scrunch face. Oh, what does he do? Okay, that's... <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Richard's... Oh yeah, we're on scrunching the radio, aren't we? However, it's called. Yeah. Scrunching his face up. Do it again. <laughs> it's the bulldog chewing a wasp kind of. Why does he do that? I don't know. Oh, you but, tell me. No, but what was the context? What um, he... Well, that's in the bit where she's going, or stay in, or go out, or whatever, or, or whatever she says, and he's like, <laughs> which presumably indicates sort of sexual approval of what's going on. Maybe that's a face he does. Does anyone know what I mean doors? by his face, or is it just me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, good. We're all, half of us are tweeters, so we don't even watching his face. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I have yeah. to pay attention now. Also, meanwhile, so Amy has just found out that Leo's her brother, which, are we? do we think he's legit her brother? Yeah. Yes? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Because, yeah. so Kate Remude, our other host, has the theory that maybe there, there's a word for it, there's a term, she's going to hate me that I forget the term. The term where, like, so someone slept with Mama Tanaka and she's got one of the twins in her body and then she sleeps with someone else and then the other twin comes on in and there's a term for twins like sorry a... is that a thing <laughs> we have a twin expert just here i've just been talking what, to what's him, the so. term dizygotic i was gonna say wow. it's, like a, it's like a litter of kittens but your way it's great so on my thing because then that would be less icky still icky yeah. that she is into her brother's brother yeah but that's that's kind of legit isn't it, then i don't know so that's our working theory, that she's lusting after her brother, Jamie Lannister, 
Cersei Lannister style. Yeah. Because wouldn't you, if you find out, oh, my crush is my brother, wouldn't you immediately start vomiting? Like, you'd run a mile, like I think I said it, like in yeah. Twitter, like, like basically the overwhelming thing would be, oh my God, that's, that's minging. Disgusting. I've got to yeah. get away from that as, as soon yeah. as possible. Not, oh no, I've lost the great love of my life. <laughs> like, I just want to be, I just want to be around him just Not, to see his face. Oh, why do the good like, ones always really get weird. away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, no, some of them you can let through and that's fine. They didn't actually confess their love until actually they actually knew either. Anyway, she's kissed both too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she kissed David a while back. But um, apparently it doesn't count because he's gay. It counts. You kissed your brother. Yeah, it definitely counts. Yeah, yeah. Um, But so she's trying to drown her sorrows and she goes on Erinsborough's Tinder and finds a soldier who's in uniform ready for a date. Why is he Scottish? I was trying to talk to this to someone as well. Are there Scottish people in the Australian army? I don't know. <laughs> like, I was assuming like he's supposed to be like a British soldier who was stationed, but he had Australian oh, like, yeah. patches on, didn't he? Maybe he was like Andrew Robinson and he maybe he was like, there like on exchange for a while. Other, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the Madonna like world accent or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, she off she goes with her soldier. Now, the Rebeccas arrive. The re- new... Look, Rebecca Clan, Shane Rebecca, uh, Toadie's brother, who Toadie hasn't been in contact with for 20 years. I'd never heard of him. I don't know if anyone else had, but I, uh, I don't. Re- yeah, I, I, like, I thought some people would, and I've asked them, like, I know some people have yeah. them, but I think, I think probably more people in this room hadn't heard of him <laughs> than had. Am I right? Yeah. I knew there were random other Rebecca. Yeah, I yeah. knew there were a big brood, but I didn't. I No. Well, okay. And so. I was confused as to, well, has he, was he supposed to be in prison for a bunch of those years? Or He was for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, but, and in Burke, which is the country, but you'd still come back for, like, Christmas. Burke? Where's that? Back at Burke. It's a um, it's an expression in Australia, which is, like, middle of nowhere, but it's an actual oh, real right. place. Oh, wow. But, and I meant to Google it and forgot. KB, where's Burke? Down the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New South Wales? Okay. All oh, right, okay. It's a country town, middle of nowhere. Um, they wouldn't have many Indian families in Burke too, so I'm quite surprised no. that in this country town in the middle of nowhere. So, I, I, Yeah, I thought sort of thought the same thing, mm. but then I thought maybe maybe the demographics are just massively different, different in Australia and, and, and country farmers mm. being Indian is, is a thing in Australia. And maybe that's, there's, that's the one family, and Shane yeah. and Rebecca went, oh, this is a nice point of difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on over. Um, but I talked to Perfect Blend, our Bible, on, on Twitter. They said, sorry, there's, I don't know how many of them there are. They're like a like a five-headed beast or something. Perfect blend. And I said, what's the go with Shane Rebecca? Anything stand out I need to know about his past? And they said, well, Helen Daniels and Marlene cruise ship cats were responsible for sending him to prison. He'd broken into the Kennedys and Lou and Cheryl's. He planned to sell his loot at an antiques fair, but on his way saw Helen and Marlene whose car had broken down and stopped to help. They recognised some stolen goods and confronted him, so he drove off and left them to spend the night in their car until they were rescued by Sam the next day and reported Shane. Angie and the family left the street in shame but were still seen around at school in Lassiter's before reclaiming number 32 later that year. And apparently he was supposed to have been in jail this whole time, but Neighbours seems to have rewritten it based Sorry, on... Sorry, how long do you get for theft in Neighbours? <laughs> ridiculous. Maybe he kept thieving. Right, OK. So he was in jail for a few years. He came out, quick sticks, met Dippy, had the kids, 
Oh, yeah, cause I suppose, because the kids are pretty grown up. So yeah, yeah the kids much. are like mid... Like Does anyone remember any of that? No, that didn't happen. I'm sorry, someone's retconned that. Maybe Perfect Blend is just fan like, fiction. Yeah, I've always trusted them as well, but now they're just making it Perfect up. Perfect Blend's like, this is what happened. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they arrive. There's this lovely montage as uh, they, they roll into the street and then it's like record screech and then the yeah. tear away Rebecca. What do we it. think about that? I think it was too far. I think that was something out of like an Adam Sandler film or something, not something out of a soap opera. You know what I mean? The record scratch thing. Yeah. I just think it was too much. And then, whoa, the tearaway kids yeah. run off with the soccer ball. It's um, breaking the fourth wall when the when the music is interrupted yeah. by the tone of the, the show. Yeah, we're meant to break the fourth wall, yeah, not exactly. them. Yeah. Yeah. And so so they're moving into the Turner house because, surprise, I bought a house for my wife without telling yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Great husband. Can we talk about that? Yep. That's just the most ridiculous thing ever. Basically, <laughs> that's what I've got to say about that. Don't you even need like? Did he? He would have had to put both their names. I didn't buy yeah. the house. He's it's he only renting, to, but even so, tenants, it's ridiculous. You have to put both tenants' names on the lease. Yeah, of course. And like, and um, Carl goes, "Oh well, when I did that to Susan, as if this is something that if you're chatting around with three blokes, someone else in the room will have done that." And men, Carl's like, "Men, yeah, I know." And then, and then, and Carl's like, "Oh, when I she hit the roof, and it's oh, nice knowing you, mate." And then it becomes a bit like women. What are they like? Yeah. Almost, and yeah. it's like, sorry, you're going around like moving, moving across the country, buying businesses and renting houses for your wife. And it makes me, without it makes it. me suddenly really sexist. Like, oh, my partner wouldn't be able to organise the paperwork to sign us up for a <laughs> house and a business without my involvement. I don't think there's paperwork in Ramsey Street. Have you seen how quickly they move in? Like, what did he say? Yeah, see? Yeah. So that's all organised. They realise they're also getting the cafe as well. And Dippy, like, straight away starts wiping tables down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like Brooke when she got that job. Was that was that this week or was that last the, week? Oh, the, the waterhole job. Yeah, when Brooke literally talks to Piper, the kind of oh, underage the cafe job, yeah. employee who's not in charge of HR gets the job, immediately becomes behind the counter and starts making a latte. Or she, like, takes the latte glass from Piper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and then, I'm in charge now. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and that's, like, happy to have the Rebecca girls. Shane's weirding me out a bit with his bush ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's good, though. He's a good... I think, like, for us, he's a good Australian character, isn't he? Like, you probably think he's, like, the worst stereotype it's imaginable. Like a cartoon. Well, yeah, exactly, but that's sort of what we want. It's like when Americans are into the Irwins. Who are they? The Steve, Steve Irwin and what? Rest, oh, right. May he rest in peace. And, you know. <laughs> uh, so, but everyone was like, yay, bush ballads, let's hear more. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll wrap it up with Monday. Uh, the final surprise is that Mishti, uh, Dippy's sister, is yeah. coming to live with them as well because Sydney yeah. is too isolating for her. Yeah, and then Leo's not very happy about that, is he? Is he? He's like, my one night Leo's, stand is here forever. Leo's like, oh god, I can't believe I just like get to go out with you like on a permanent basis. Like, I, I have to, I don't want to do that sort of thing. It's all like, a bit, oh, I want to be with my sister instead, and it's just like you're <laughs> completely pathetic. You're as bad as Amy. That's what I was thinking. And now you've got permanent scrunch face. Yeah, doing exactly. That. You yeah. were talking about that's him. Going to be like well, um, the wind change is going to stay like that. As, uh, all, as all our grandmas told us. I don't know if, I don't know if it's the same. But. Well, uh, nay, blog. It's been a treat. We Thank are you. going to... But we, we're walking off already. Before we... Uh, we can Oh, okay, fine. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Just like get home with Kate and CJ. Uh, can we grab you Citizen of the Week, Citizen of the Week? Pick one. I mean, it's got to be them, like Milsey, as you lot call, call him, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, that's, uh, it's that's a bit his of name. a shoo-in, to be honest. What, Finn, what, Finn. Why do you call him that? Uh, I'll talk about that when, I think on Wednesday, okay. when, when he has a big moment to shine. But All right. Let's yeah, it's, it's got to be him. He's a shoo-in, really. Yeah, great. All right. Thanks, Rich. Thank you. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to move straight into Tuesday. This is how it goes at home too. It's like, we're just going to talk for 10 minutes about this and then it's like five hours later. Um, now, we have Tuesday's episode with Sarah and Paul. Come on in. Sarah is Sarah C.P. Jones on Twitter. Hello. Paul is Paul2, the number two dart. Hi. And you guys met via the Art of Neighbours Facebook page. We did. Hi, Owen. This is all very normal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's fine. You have to and explain it to people sometimes. And it's just like, I don't like, explain you know, it to people. Yeah, I lie. There's Facebook. I met him on the internet. Oh, which dating site? It's not a dating no, no. site. <laughs> uh, and Sarah and Paul uh, uh, were our first Skype guests on the Neighbours podcast on episode 44, which is now the award-winning episode. Yeah! Because yeah. <laughs> um, I submitted your episode because I was like, yes, the international factor <laughs> will win people over. Uh, so that was fun. And it's great to meet you. And uh, what we're going to talk about, a really um, nationalistic in the Aussie way episode. Oh, my God, that episode. <laughs> yeah, thanks for <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We open on the dawn service. Can we... What, so this is the Anzac Day episode. Yeah. So what we did is, because when we turned on, we realised how it was happening. It was Anzac Day. Uh, so we wrote down what we knew about Anzac Day Great. before the episode. Great. What we knew afterwards, and then we looked it up to find out what we should know. Great. What <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. So, not going to take flavour. What did you know? Um, so what I knew was war and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I tried to go for what does Anzac Day stand for. Yeah. Australia, New Zealand... Um, Some other stuff. Something commission. Oh yeah, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly yeah. blank. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. army, alliance. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Anzac stands for something, doesn't they're it? Gonna, but they're not going to let me back in. We <laughs> felt quite proud that Paul had realised what the first bit stood for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after the episode, what did we learn from the Anzac Day episode? Um, it's a national holiday. We don't get a national holiday to yeah, remember you get a day people. Off. Yeah, but you got the holidays every two minutes that is true that is true yep what are your banks doing apparently if (laughs) labor want to bring in four more all right (laughs) ours it's sport and war yeah sport and war no Um, it seems to be the equivalent of remembrance day here yeah um which we also get you get two we don't get it off we get get a minute off oh okay (laughs) yeah we get two minutes to think about things um apparently people hate the japanese um, I've been pronouncing People, Tanaka uh, wrong. <laughs> oh, I know I've been pronouncing it wrong. I just like the ring that I've given. Um, fire seems to be involved. There was just a lot of fire oh, at yeah, the start. Yeah, flame. we have to apologise because it happened and then we kind of burst out laughing because yeah. that was the beginning of Labour's. <laughs> the, the like, 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 oh, like, new titles. And then they're like, no. and we just wet mm. ourselves. And then we're like, oh, shit, this is bad. Oh, what oh. have we got? The yeah, I'm going to you afterwards, but it wasn't as funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we found out. I Googled it. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, Anzac, and, but it is a biscuit. Okay, so <laughs> I have a lot of feelings because I'm really pissed off that Neighbours didn't cover International Women's Day. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day went for four days. Yeah. 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 This stuff. is what they we did, like, Valentine's Day, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Christmas, Christmas was a Easter. big deal this year. Yeah, it was normally like... they just put a strand of tinsel up and then that's that. <laughs> yeah. We're done. We're so done. maybe they're doing events but this like, year. Four minutes on the eternal flame. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this means war in my language. <laughs> but I was really happy not to be in the country for Anzac Day because it's always, it's just racism. It's just wall-to-wall racism. It's... Everyone's suddenly like, my, you know, ancestors fought for this and so therefore I get to be um, offensive to you and I get to... Oh, great. No one's allowed to have any other opinion other than we are all nationalistic and 
you know, mm. and so it's really, it's a real like people spot. who voted Brexit, they yeah. really want to be in the war. Yeah, that's what they want. Powdered so, egg and crying. But we did look up Anzac Day on Wikipedia because yeah. I thought, like, that we should find out probably what the we're minimum I should know. do before turning yeah. up here. Um, <laughs> and there's a dawn service, by, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Then afterwards, there's shotgun breakfast. Apparently, that's or like gun, gun shop breakfast or something. Just drink. From yeah, so it's coffee onwards. with rum in it. Apparently. Oh, oh. yeah. See, I've got like my. I'm just a good little great girl. Like I've got, we've got a different history with the war. I don't really tend to get involved in too many um, Australian services, but. Um, I enjoyed that half the street just went for a barbecue. It's like that's yeah. Australian. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they were like door service. That. Then we start drinking, gambling, mm. having barbecues. Because mm. yeah. we don't do that on Remembrance Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's what the diggers wanted. Um, yeah. But it is a lot of people do take it really seriously. The one in the city is the big one, the one that um, we saw. So we opened with the shot of four extras and Aaron. Yeah, and it, it made me think, flame. was Aaron in a war? And I didn't remember that, but yeah. No, they all got, a lot of people go because they're grandparents and great-grandparents. Right. What Jimmy did, he said my granddad fought in the war. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he no, did. On, let's just go Jim back to Robinson this. fought in Nam and World War Two. Wait, what? That's what yeah, they yeah, said. Yeah, that's what he said. Both wow. Nam and World War Two. I don't remember it. that. Like, I we need to get perfect blend on that because did he? <laughs> no he never mentioned. No, no, he's exactly. not old enough. Oh, I thought oh, we Jim meant Jim Robinson. Dad. We were like, oh, holy crap. Maybe it was Jim Robinson Senior. Maybe. Maybe everyone's called Jim in that family. We don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but also weird that he didn't go with Paul to the service. Yeah. Just, Just take Gary, Gascan. Gary will take yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yes, a lot of people do take that one quite seriously. And there are little dawn services all around at other areas of the city so they could have just gone to a local one and jimmy was wearing his medals are you supposed to wear other people's medals yeah. are you other people's medals oh so you can you can do that oh, you okay can do that. Yes. I, I did feel a little bit like neighbors had just raided the dressing up box of like <laughs> yeah. we had the guy the night before it, dressed it slacks. did it did feel a bit like jimmy hadn't asked permission yes. to wear them. he just had a rummage that's yeah. why Paul, like, maybe if Paul had given them to him. Yeah, maybe. there was no scene for that. But yeah. yeah, no, so they did, that. it's all very, like, I like how they depicted that with the four extras. I mean, great. Yeah. But um, it's just by the whole, by the end when um, Aaron was trying to solve all the world's problems in yeah. one sentence. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. But I liked how, I don't know, it seemed to be he was having a little stab at people going, oh, you know, now what we should do is remember people who died in a war and how that was bad. And we shouldn't have new wars with the new far right. Thanks, yeah. Aaron. Thanks. Yeah. He's, <laughs> just tr- he's just doing he's his just best. He's just trying. We're all trying. He's doing his best. He's covering a lot of ground. The other thing we learned about Anzac Day, two up. Right, yes. Yeah. Two up. Can so, we have it explained or can we play? Can we play? It's essentially flipping a coin. Yeah. 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 It did look like everyone was very excited by a coin flipping. Um, and, um, I think the key ingredient is money. Right. You bet on, on the coin. It's like the toss you of flip a coin. two heads or two tails or one head and one tail. Yep. Guys, why don't you all want to play in the game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. But they used to play in the wars. The soldiers used to play. So now people use it as an excuse to gamble and drink. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Because that's Australia. Uh, cool. So, um, yeah. But I'd never really come across it. There were some guys in our office at a radio station that used to every Friday were like, two up, woo, and just down the hallway, flip, flip <laughs> coins. I'm like, don't you guys have anything to do? I mean, sure My only true. previous experience of this is um, when neighbours went to a festival 
uh, and Lucas got addicted to gambling oh, on the yeah. coin flip in a shed. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> then I noticed that this episode was uh, clearly directed by Scott Major because Ooh. of all the zooming and the fire. Um, yes. So I thought maybe that Scott Major just likes to play two up. And he's like into that. He's like, oh, should we put two up in it again? Yeah. Yeah. It was like he's, he's like a sports movie. He's yeah. like two up is the hero. <laughs> Meanwhile, Amy slept with a soldier. Yeah. Has guilt. And then she gets a text. Turns out his name's Roger. <laughs> <laughs> no one is called Roger. Nobody is called Roger. <laughs> Unless he's given her a fake name. Oh, probably. He's like, I would. What's your name, Roger? Oh, just put oh, that in my some, phone. Yeah, like, you've got someone's number and you're just like, oh, I'm going to call you Roger. <laughs> no one real or fake is named no. Roger. <laughs> yeah, she uh, gets, the, gets the text and what we didn't understand, well, we talked about him being Scottish, but why is it only him, Is only one Scottish man has flown to Erinsborough from Darwin, from Darwin yeah. to just stay for a night and go to the dawn service with Aaron? Like, well, because no yeah. one else. Also, they, they only have one uniform. They'd probably stay in the city and, yeah. like, go all... Go to, well, I don't know why you stay in Erinsborough and going to the city dawn service. Yeah. I, f- I feel like Neighbours has only got one army slap. One camo suit. Yeah. So, like, one like, person. You or you're the soldier. And <laughs> he was saving on carry-on baggage. Like, he yeah. wore his uniform... <laughs> yes, to the pub. ...on the plane. But, yeah. but you know what they're missing out on? Like, they played the last post. That was a brilliant opportunity for Xanthi to play <gasps> Euphonium and just do the last post on Euphonium. <laughs> and just like... That is, a, yeah, a sorely missed opportunity. Yeah, There's so maybe that's right. It's been a long time between Euphonium tunes, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, could have got um, So, okay, now there's a moment here in the... Now, it's the non-murder rotunda that yeah. features this week. Her favourite place in the park. But it's a different... It's like, it's like I've never seen it before. It's like an old disused railway station in a park. <laughs> is that a thing? Why are we suddenly in a new park? I'm not okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not alright with that. Yeah, well, it's a lot of brickwork. I wonder if she built it herself. Like She, is a, l- she is a brickie. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. not one of her gazebos. No. No. $40,000 gazebos. <laughs> um... But because I'm, I'm all for new bars and new houses and new. But I don't want new parks and lakes. No, Rotundas. it does look a nice park, but the park. Hmm. Is, yeah. Are you going to go and find it when you go back? <gasps> Could you find oh, that? Go on a day trip. Location yeah. scout. Yeah. If Kate's, if the stream's still working and Kate's still awake, can you <laughs> Kate, find me that? Do it, re- find me that rotunda, <laughs> and we'll go there. So now, David suggests to Amy. Oh, first Aaron suggests to Amy, like, is everything okay? And she's like, love my brother. Yeah. And you're like, could you? Like, there's lots of other people that aren't your brother. Just go out with one of them. Granted, there are a lot of Robinsons. Yeah, true, true. It's hard to miss. Um, so she's consulting, like, consulting with Aaron and then David and then Steph. And Steph, and finally, like I've been flying the mental health flag for years now, and finally Neighbours is like, Steph, via Steph, says, you can get free rebates from your local GP I like from that. the government. Well, she was literally like giving out the web address, so it was great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It was almost like someone heard Neighbours and went, quick, chuck this in. Yeah. Copy paste like from... She's got a lot of experience as well, hasn't she? So she knows yeah, how the knows. mental yeah. health... Yeah, she I like how working yeah. for her as well. It's yeah. good. No, I was like, wrapped with that. But also I love David's point, like, no, not just counselling for you, all of the entire family. We should all... Everyone, yeah. everyone on this show should yeah. all just go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save money. Off bill. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so Aaron and David go down to the Shrine of Remembrance, which is deserted by the middle of the yeah, day. So yeah, we why like, is it so Well, there's quiet. nobody there on this day. Yeah, it would be the busiest days. day. Yeah. Right. And Jack had just said, come with me to the march. Like, people are marching Oh, my God, we love that. He's like, hi, heavily pregnant lady. Do you want to go on a march? <laughs> We're like, yes, pregnant people love to march. That's their favourite. Well, just even just like 
Well, I don't really want to go on a march. No, I don't want to go on a march. <laughs> it's a long way. But um, uh, so yeah, there was no way that that would have been deserted on Anzac Day. <laughs> then at the shrine, Dave was talking about his being prejudiced as a Japanese kid, and how and Aaron's like, no, every soldier went through something, and that's important, and that was nice. But then David goes. This is my chance to make my move. <laughs> There's nothing like a bit of pre-chat about war, is there? <laughs> <laughs> and then you mount someone on a bench. <laughs> In front of the shrine. Yeah, that's what they uh, fought for, the right to mount people. <laughs> um, just, yeah, just take a few I, steps to the left. What creeped me out is, this is again, it's not great for a, like podcast and radio, but <laughs> David's face before he lunged, his Ooh. mouth just did like a little kind of... S- Mexican wave <laughs> and I'm like oh no oh there he goes yeah. um, but you know you've got to have well done you've got to have give it a go don't you also he, I mean, then like he's yeah. like oh no and runs off yeah and Aaron gets up I really wanted Aaron to chase so then there was a scene where they just run run through the park chasing. run through the parade through, yeah, the, through the parade sure. yeah That'd have been great. I wish Aaron just stood up and just like for fuck's sake, <laughs> just like just don't even hide it. No. Just like oh god, yeah. knew this would happen. Gonna deal with this now. Or yeah. I, I really wish they'd use those four extras for the yes. march and just yeah. kept just rotating them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just walk past really slowly. <laughs> um, okay, now Paige loves meat. We've got to touch oh, on. Oh, Paige, Paige loves a pre-dawn meat fest or something. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. having the meat cravings uh, and she wants to have a spontaneous barbecue on Anzac Day. Yes, I guess that is standard. Yeah. And uh, then they bring in the old Braxton Hicks trope, TV trope. Yeah. Which always happens when the character's in her final trimester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she's fine. It's fine. I'm we fine. noticed that she seems to have dyed her hair. And I don't think you can do that when you're pregnant. Oh, really? Mm. Who knows? Someone, does someone know? Anyone being pregnant? Or in, in Literally hair? Literally no hair? one. You dyed it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's there's probably friendly good dyes. Yeah. I mean, Mark was like, you can't eat meat, you can't drink, you can't. She's like, so no, no snacks, no yeah. sodium. Yeah, oh, no doing anything um, fun. Loved Ellie's line about yeah, thanks a man for telling a pregnant woman what. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she hasn't looked it up, Mark. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think she's going to be a balayage too, so it wasn't like yeah, a full bleach or anything. Yeah. Uh, he goes into overkill, and she crawls into his bed and says, "He needs to stop getting in bed with pregnant women." Just <laughs> to Jack, like, that's got his fetish. fetish. Now, yeah, yeah. Like, like, he's like, oh, pregnant, pregnant. and then like right at the last, <laughs> the last scene, he, she's like sitting there, and he's like, yeah, you're quite big, aren't you? Like, yeah, he's definitely like, turned yeah, on get by that, it. Get that belly full of fetus in my bed. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like a feeder. Yeah. Yeah. Feeders but for babies. Um, <laughs> I think that last line, which I did enjoy, looked a bit like impro, like that improvised. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paige said, "Oh, I'm so fat," which sounded like a very slim actress going. I can't wait to get this fat suit off yeah. <laughs> and get down to my bikini shoot later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did quite enjoy that. Now, we finally have the final Anzac Day moment is Dippy has opened up the cafe on a public holiday, mm-hmm. which sometimes happens, but you would have to pay your workers penalty rates. Okay. Um, so, uh, but that's the contention in Australia at the moment. They've just abolished penalty rates. So there's a lot of people up oh. in arms because their workers are going to be unfairly treated. Not as unfairly treated as these tweens. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, They're yeah, not yeah. getting paid, are yeah. they? Well, Definitely not. Kersha can't be more than 12. Kersha, yes. Is that uh, lionfish? Lionfish. lionfish. Lionfish can't be more than 12. And clownfish is like, what, 15, 16? I couldn't work it out. She seemed, she was like, oh, I've got an ageing disorder. I'm like, maybe you do. I don't know how old you are. Did she say that? Well, she was lying, oh, I think, okay. is the gist. Oh, yeah, the, she, she wanted was, to do oh, that yeah. too. She wanted to she? gamble. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to gamble badly. Uh, but mum's like, go out, distribute the Anzac biscuits. Because <laughs> yeah. there's no better way to reach out to the community than with biscuits. 
unpackaged biscuits too, just on a plate. <laughs> we have brought some biscuits for the neighbours community. Ah. Um, they are penguins. Um, for any Australians listening, that's a shit Tim Tam. Um, <laughs> but they come with a joke. So, that's, ah. yeah, there's a tin of those. So more than a we should have yourselves. thought about that and bought them. Oh, we can do it after. We'll have a drink after. Yeah, uh, pass the biscuits somewhere. around and yeah. they won't be individually packaged either, like the Harold's. They will be. They will be. They, they are. Penguins are. Much more hygienic yep. <laughs> than Harold's just throwing biscuits. Yeah, just at like people. you take that tray. Also, Anzac biscuits don't look very nice. I've had an Anzac biscuit they, that bland. They no, look a bit boring. Whoa. Like, let's all calm down. <laughs> um, they are taste, very tasty. I can't. I haven't had them since I've been diagnosed with celiac disease. Oh my god, gluten free now. But um, it's really ter- tragic. But um, they're really t- they're chewy and they're syrupy, and sometimes you can get really hard ones and they dip in your coffee, or you can get okay. really chewy ones. Like a hobnob. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll say yes. I mean, um, they, yes, they didn't right. really sell them on the show. They no, they're like, look at like... these dry biscuits. No, but yeah. she, hers looked bad. Okay. Dippies didn't look good. And okay. I guess if 12-year-old I mean, to be fair, she had them. just turned up yesterday, had a new house, a new cafe, like, yeah, oh, I've just like, made oh, hundreds of biscuits. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, like, she she tried. Quick, has Lauren got any oats in the cupboard? Yeah, like, good effort. So, okay, well done. So the girls are all passing them around the town and Yashvi's trying to gamble and Piper's like, Give me a break, kid. Yeah, I d- well, because I literally don't know how old uh, mm. Clownfish is. I was like, is she 17, 18, 15? I don't no. know. And Piper's like, you can't be corrupt. Maybe she can. I don't know. How old could you have to be to play two up? Because we can buy a lot. Anyone can 16. flip a coin, I exactly, guess. Exactly. Like, but I don't know. Well, she's in a pub unsupervised. Yeah, I guess. But then I was like, maybe she can. I, no one's made this clear, neighbours. I don't well, know. I think, well, her main, or do you know? 18. 18? To play two up for gambling? To be a grown- Thank you. Thank you, fact checker. (laughs) Uh, And so, but I think the issue is that she wasn't handing out her biscuits. That's her primary objective. Yeah, (laughs) biscuit distribution. Yeah, yeah. Which I think actually it's a pretty good marketing ploy. Yeah. If if she'd bundled them up in nice little cellophane bags Mm. with this Harold sticker on them, that would work better than just random people with no logos giving away biscuits. Um, And so, but I just I have issue with Dippy with her free labour. I mean, you all, everyone's been in. Cafes or shops where it's family owned, mom and pop type. Yeah. And all the kids are mucking in and helping, but I just, the girls want to go play frisbee. Yeah, and they're like, oh, welcome to this new town you've had no say about moving to, surprise today. Oh, here are some kids who want to make friends with you. No, washing up. <laughs> That's also, your priority. Also, Xanthi, the most exciting thing here is the racing pigeon that my dad owns. Yeah, she's like, but, <laughs> we've got a pigeon. Yeah, like. <laughs> How exciting is the race? Welcome to the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what it's like in the big city. Pigeons. Like, we've come from the back of Burke. Like, we have birds there. Yeah. Uh, and pretty na- native oh, fauna. Better birds. <laughs> um, who oh. else thought that pigeon had gone Yet to the died, pigeon? probably. We were like, how yeah. long pigeons live? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Because um, it is like, has been around, but um, I didn't know he was still racing. No, no, it's never been mentioned again. Like, but we were like, also, you've got a cat. Take them to see the cat. Oh, they do a tour. Have they still got the pig? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. They could just do a tour yeah, of the animal pet. There's, there's some better, better, better animals than a pigeon. Yeah. Pigeon is like the worst. Oh, okay. Dance on his nursery, catch some bugs. Yeah. Uh, so, finally, Dippy says to Yashvi, now, this is a fresh start for you. Stay out of trouble this time. We just really like, like there's that meme. It's like, narrator. It isn't. <laughs> it's not a fresh start, is it? You're just going to immediately burn something. Yeah. and <laughs> She's going to be vandalising something by the end of the yeah. week. And I welcome it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, anything else 
from uh, you guys to that, add. That was the first day of the new credits. Yeah, we, yes. the new credits. Yes. We liked the sort of CGI Clementine the cat in the background. Yeah. That yeah. was nice. Cat um, features. That's it was good. slightly more professionally done this time around. Yeah, <laughs> not much, but slightly. Like, yeah. like you know, they them a little better. So that was good. Yeah, they yeah. put people in some new outfits. And uh, Citizen Citizen of the week oh, for you guys. Um, Citizen. So I was going to go for Finn. Um, but I also want to shout out to Mark, as usual. Yeah. Bloody Mark fucking Brennan, yeah. MFB. Like, Mark's just oh, in you there can't with like have, permanent marker yeah, at the top just, of the list. Just, like, you just like can't rub it off. It's like in, engraved into the list now. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't have any salt. Oh, we better go to the fucking hospital right away. Oh, get in my bed, pregnant lady. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he didn't want to have salt. Oh, why don't you get in my dead child's crib? <laughs> you know, he's, he's going to cut that baby out. Like, yeah, that's going to be the storyline. Like Tyler's going to get his um, angle grinder yeah. in the car. Beat us out. But um, someone really should have dismantled that crib for poor Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. And he's like, no, we'll put a new baby in <laughs> That I've named after my dead fiancé. Oh, well, that's going to work out yeah. well. I'm really worried about Mark, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you should, Paul, citizen, citizen, same? Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Oh, and citizen, yeah. I want to say Steph. Because yeah. she's just like... She's holding it together in the face of very unreasonable behaviour on the part of everybody else. And with unstable living quarters. Yeah, she just, she's living in, in a nest of towels yeah. in the uh, <laughs> spare room of the... Uh... Thank you, Sarah and Paul. Thanks very much. Thank you. And we'll take it straight over to Rachel and Haley. Wednesday, the 26th of April, we're getting to the middle of the week. We have Rachel from Scotland. Hello. That's just what I'll only know you as, Rachel from Scotland. That works. And, <laughs> and Haley at Father Bananas on Twitter. Hey. And oh, Rachel is Rachel J Ryan on Twitter. And do have you guys even met before today? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we met twice. First time um, we went to see Naomi's play at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yep. Naomi Canning. Yes. yes. She was lovely. At the height of the Eiffel Tower, it was called. It's a yes. one-woman play. Where she plays an entire family. She plays the mother and then her cast of Bogan children. Wow. It was great. Um, and she, she met us afterwards and recorded a little video for The Art of Neighbours. And after that, we got an influx of about 2,000 members because yeah, it because got Because the official Neighbours page shared Ooh. it. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the official Neighbours page would share my stuff. But that's <laughs> and then the yeah. second time we met was obviously when we met Aaron Down the Mines. Yeah. Last and year, yes. You, were you the person that... No, you That the was person. me. So Rachel asked Aaron to say his name, Aaron Down the Mines. So you... You really took one for the team there. Yeah. And then he made fun of my accent, so mm. that was funny. He also yeah. thrusted at me, which was the highlight of my life. He was demonstrating, um, because obviously it was the episode where Josh died and we were mourning the end of the heat, and he was demonstrating his stripping skills in my direction. Um, and if you're listening, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's listening. I don't think he quite understands what's going on. Like, w when we met him, I'm like, Aaron, Aaron! And he was like, yeah. They're so like, that's familiar. <laughs> cool. Uh, so uh, now I put you two, group you two together because I liked both of your accents. And that's really <laughs> superficial. So, um, <laughs> oh, and also um, Haley's got a, you've got a Redbubble shop. Redbubble.com slash Father Bananas. Merch. She's wearing a t-shirt that says, it's a picture of D. Uh, if lost, please return to Toadfish or Becky, 30 Ramsey Street, Erinsborough, Victoria, Australia. <laughs> and then it says, Answers to D Bliss item may be damp. Damp. 
Um, obviously, that'll have to get forwarded now to the Kennedys. So have a look at her merch there. Now, we'll jump into Wednesday. This is my, what I called the ceramic massage episode. You know, I've um, actually written that in my notes as well. Yeah. I've written, don't care about the ceramic masseuse. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I cared about. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get there. Now, Ellie and Milsey. Now, girls, how much do you know about our Milsey? There's a thing about Paris Hilton. Yep. Um, and you mentioned that he was Fierro, and mm-hmm. then I watched a clip of him being Fierro, and now I'm completely converted to him being Fierro forever. Ooh, yeah, we kept I mean, Finn well. is rubbish, but Milsey as yeah. Fierro, I can take that, yeah. Yeah, he's a fun <laughs> theatre actor. He was like an Australian Idol contestant way back when, and um, so he, he was called Milsey on Idol, so that's why we all know him as Milsey, Rob Mills. I want to know why Milsey is vying for wanting to be a principal like he's going for the Iron Throne. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what he's planning to achieve with this blog. It's, it's like the, the Mean Girls Burn book. <laughs> but what is he actually going to do with it? Is he going to present it to Tim Collins? Because it's all stuff that he already knows. Yeah. <laughs> he's typing up on his iPad, not on a computer, like typing on an iPad bad things that Susan Kennedy has done. Yeah. And most of them aren't even actually about Susan. No. Yeah. And it's put down she has ms like that's gonna get us sacked like it's it's like that illegal disability (laughs) discrimination laws he also has missed out the obvious ran down a student and caused her serious injuries oh who who did that oh day did did yes i think susan yeah when susan was going through a particularly msy phase (laughs) she had been (laughs) i think she might have been told not to drive but she went and drove anyway and Mm. blacked out or something like that and hit didge and that's how didge ended up with a crutch for a while it's how she met wheelchair josh oh yes liam hemsworth yeah because they were doing fizzy at the pool together yeah, you would have thought knocking down one of your people's would be, like, top of the list of Millsies. <laughs> no one's said that to him in casual conversation yet. That's how he gets all No, but I feel like Google could do the trick, you know. Susan Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he doesn't need to Google when people just I mean, she, got him. she got a suspended sentence for yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, Mark quite easily found out that D wasn't D by just typing in Andrea Summers. I think Finn <laughs> could have done the same. In front of a civilian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me just bring up all our confidential police records. So, Zancan over here is... Ellie and Susan bitching about Wayne. Yep. Um, mm. Teacher Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like Wayne. No. Um, Wayne's got a lot of fans. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne fans, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you like Wayne, guys? Because he's awful. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just he's, he's a meninist. Yes. He's weirdly predatory. He's like. Ellie's turned me down, so I'm going to move on to the next female teacher, who I don't know who that is because Joel Salty. Only- no, Who'd yeah. ever heard of Joel Salter before? <laughs> yeah. And he's, I'm really pissed off about the way he undermined her career. Yeah. Like, well, she doesn't need to be assistant principal. How do we know that's not what she's aspiring to in her teaching career? Yeah, and with the, when there was the rumours about Angus with the photoshopped front page um, that, that Willow had done, and Wayne sort of, like, went right up to Ellie's face in the middle of the school corridor in front of a colleague, Drab, and was like... Well, you know, was I not good enough for you? You could have had any man you had wanted, but no, you had to go for a teenage pupil. It's not appropriate, no. Wayne. Not appropriate. There's, there's also a lot of inappropriate hallway conversations. There's a lot of appropriate, inappropriate yeah. stuff. Aaron's like, like Susan, I stop. But. Susan started the we need to dismiss you for a day or whatever meeting inside her office, but then continued it out into the hallway. <laughs> yeah. And stay out. And like continued it. And, all the students and why is like, oh. Susan's office so accessible? I mean, yeah. I work in an education environment and I have to go down about six corridors to get to the principal's mm. office. And then there's no windows on the doors. Yeah. You can't see into it. There's a lock 
that it has to be locked even while she's in it so people can't get that in. It feels like a cell, Haley. Yeah, I think <laughs> maybe, maybe my boss is a bit dodgy. I shouldn't say that because I've just got a promotion. <laughs> who did you white ant to get that promotion? <laughs> uh, who did you phone in a complaint for? But also, yeah, there should be an assistant outside that door. It's like that um, Mr. Belding's office on Save by yes. the Bell. It's like straight <laughs> off the main corridor. <laughs> but uh, so now, okay, Zancan's having very serious chats with Millsy because he's having he's got an aneurysm, but Zancan's the only one he's entrusted with that information or because she happened upon it. He's trying to um, get in everyone's good graces and steal this position of acting assistant principal. I feel like he's going too far. He's revealing too much when he brings up the VCU dropout rate stuff. I feel like you are now laying all your cards on the table, Finn. If you want to go about this sort of more subtly, you should be keeping that to yourself, surely. Mm. Because now Susan straight away knows that he's up to something. Yeah. Uh, yes, good point. <laughs> That's all I have. Also, he's trying to woo Ellie back by bringing up this skinny dipping incident that they went on. And um, she says, by the way, also Ellie says she's off the booze for the month, which is weird because you have like Feb Fast and Dry July. And mm-hmm. what is she doing? Like Draperal or something. And she has, she has three drinks anyway. In fact, one of my favourite memories of Ellie was one, one of her earlier scenes. She'd been in it for like two weeks or something. And she was at the pub at the water hole with Susan. And she's like, do you want a drink? Susan goes, oh, just a water for me. And Ellie goes up to the bar and goes, can I have two Chardonnays, please? (laughs) (laughs) Who's the second one for? Oh, now we know Ellie. It's for Ellie. But at the time, I was like, did you not listen? Like, you hear water and you say Chardonnay. When they were having that chat in in the school, uh, Finn and Ellie, he did kind of woo her back just by talking about mojitos which is the most (laughs) ellie seduction i can think of she went off on this odd reverie of the taste of mojitos for about a minute (laughs) Mm, sugar and mint well Mm. they're pretty tasty i'll give her that i'll give her that anything else on ellie and milsey i'm happy to move off them um Well, what? Why? Oh, yeah. No, have, they hook, do they hook up at this point? They do. They, they do. But the thing I want to know is why does nobody password protect their devices in Erinsborough? And what's he read on Ellie's laptop? Uh, and just leaves them out. Yeah. Uh, no one does. No one does. I guess Susan and Carl are more concerned about hiding the blue box away than yeah. any <laughs> other laptops. But now, so, that's something yeah. that could go in his little blog, the blue box. Remember that time when Lou brought it to the school? That's a scandal. Yes. (laughs) Bailey nearly nearly opened it in front of everyone. Yeah. And um, Book of Secrets. He could just delve through that whole house and come out with a whole bunch of dirty laundry. Um, Now, we've got the aftermath of the David kiss. Uh, Aaron, I love that shot of him on the kitchen sink, by the way. He was Mm. sitting up on the bench and saying that he doesn't want to make a move on David because David's not ready. He's just come out. Oh, he doesn't even know he's come out. It's too much for him. And then Paul charges on over to the Brendan without even knocking, and uh, says that he's, you've got to go after David and give him mm. a go. I like that, though, because MFB, which is Sarah's acronym, but um, Brennan, he's like, yeah, sure, Paul, come on in. And just like, this is the first time in Neighbours that anyone has yeah. ever questioned the fact that someone's just opened the door and walked yeah. in <laughs> someone else's house. <laughs> and then he leaves him to it anyway. He's like, yeah, just stay in my house while I go out. It's cool. Yeah, Just walk but around shirtless and shoeless. I do love this whole storyline. I love that Paul is the captain of the Darren ship. Um, I love David and Aaron anyway. I can't wait for them to get together. Really, though? Yeah, but 
I, I agree with Aaron, it's not the right time okay. if they have just been talking about war and... Um, <laughs> yeah. It's romantic. Wait till halfway really. between Anzac Day and Remembrance Day and pounce in that month in the middle. Mm. Um, but I just think they're, I think they're nice friends. I think... I yeah, it would them. be nice to have gay people in neighbours who don't hook up with each other. Mm. But at the same time, I just think they both look quite attractive together and I'm a bit <laughs> shallow like that, so... I'm I'm Team Darren. Um, Darren, good. Is that the ship name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yep. Good. OTP. Finally, ceramic massage. Lassiter's has a spa, um, and only one person is allowed to work in it mm-hmm. at a time. <laughs> and Alexis, poor Alexis, last week got the ass. Well, she quit. She was so passive aggressive from the off. What has Therese been doing to her up until then to make Alexis be like, fine then, I quit. Did not of the towels. Oh, no, no towels. Do you yeah. think maybe all of her exes were forced to have waxes by this lady? <laughs> like, Brad had, well, I don't want to think what Brad had waxed, or that, that young guy who was hiding all the cameras in the place. <gasps> what happened to him? Who knows? Well, who cares? Just yeah. Andrew Ryan, off criming I hope he got London. a painful wax before he left. Yeah, the one strip. I mean, once one strip, you're done. Then then you're like, well, the rest of the back. I mean, they're kind yeah. of sus now to what the the yeah. game is, you know. <laughs> Gaz has got a reverse landing strip. On the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Alexis is out, and now Therese doesn't have a manager of the. She's, she doesn't even have a staff member for this mm-hmm. Lasseter Spa, and Sheila wants Fifi uh, Fifi Box Brooke Butler Brocan, as Remude calls her, um, to have just to get out and do something useful with her life. So she. Uh, Teresa wants her to fill in, needs someone to fill in for this Tim Collins massage. And so Sheila's like, I'll handle it, and just throws Fifi Box in the mix. And she looks adorable in the massage outfit, by the way. Can I just say, great costuming. Um, and I know, look, she's a bit controversial among Fifi years, among the, the audience. Yes, no, yes, no, no, no! <laughs> she's adorable! We don't really know who she is. She's another yeah. person like Milsey where that exactly. is completely yeah. lost in the UK audience. Which is weird. Sometimes they'll go, here, random Scottish army man for one Woo. line. And then they'll go, oh, but all these Australian pop culture references. It's like, why don't you just have a, an actual British pop culture reference? Well, ongoing. they did do that at one point when they had... They had um, the Wombats? Well, her, but they had yeah. Lou and Andy from Little Britain in the background of a scene when it was still the Didn't the, the Wombats bar. play at Charlie's Bar or something yeah. like that once? That's a pretty good get. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's odd. And okay, so she's she's delightful. She's a uh, yeah ra- ra- Melbourne radio presenter. Also, I've seen her and Lily Zancan together in real life and they adore each other and they're so sweet. And Lily calls her mum in real life. She's like, Aww. mama, in real life. And they're as cute as buttons. And once you see them being adorable together, it's really nice. So um, that's really sweet. And she's cute as a massage. However, However, what is she doing in that massage room? Yeah, the words, <laughs> did I just hear Tim Collins groaning in pleasure are kind of ringing in my ears. And it was as I walked past the day spa, not even when I was yeah. in the spa in the next room. It was as I walked outside of the building, he was groaning that loudly. Um, he also clearly likes to be dominated when she was like right you get in there and you prepare yeah. for the massage of your life and Tim's eyes lit up because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like when I go into you got the soothing music playing you got the waterfall like fountain and, and like, it's like get top in. off on the bed <laughs> apparently she has magic hands yeah um, which has got me questioning really what the limber ladybird 
is. Mm. I don't want the answer, but it's got me questioning it. <laughs> Nobody wants the answer. And also she got a $50 tip. She got a pineapple, so we called the $50 note. Oh, I was going to say tip. what note was that? Because it 50. was just yellow. That was all I got. That's a lot of money. It's probably like two pounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's that exchange rate. It's terrible. But yeah, it's, it's quite a decent chunk of change. 50 50 bucks. The massage would have cost like probably 80 bucks or 100 bucks. Oh, but, so then because she's done such a great job, Tarej just like, well, I'll give you a trial as the spa manager. I'm like, well, why do it? Well, first, um, Fifi says, as the manager, and she's like, no, beauty therapist, but they were the same person. <laughs> yeah, there's only one staff member. Who cares? Well, I guess it's the pay grade. The pay grade uh, would be different. Uh, so then she comes around to the house and can. can uh, compliments her and then that's where we learn Fifi says um, she's like how are you so good with your hands and she's like oh well Gary's probably told you has he, has he shown you the limber ladybird <laughs> which is the sexual position that uh, and Tarage's jaws on the floor but it's weird to have that as just polite dinner conversation <laughs> like imagine if she'd said has Gary told you about the reverse cowgirl <laughs> <laughs> but at least that makes sense what can a ladybird actually do or we see one. Oh, maybe that's the next day. We'll see one. And we'll see what it does. It just sits on a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> maybe occasionally sort of opens its wings up and then puts them... Oh, no. Or just, oh, oh, no. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said maybe that. It's, maybe the spots are somehow involved. Maybe it's like Twister and there's a lot of spots on the floor. You've got to... I'm inventing a whole new one. <laughs> I'm just inventing them like Brooke. Uh, so that was the big bombshell of, of Wednesday is Gary's had sex with other women so <laughs> <laughs> who knew he's got two children <laughs> uh any other key facts factors um, i've missed i wanted to ask you a question yes is afternoon tea a big thing in australia and is it less formal than the uk less formal afternoon tea because they were, yeah. Sheila's like, let's go outside and have afternoon tea. But over here, afternoon tea is something that you book at a fancy hotel and you've got like tiers of cakes and sandwiches and you do it for Mother's Day or yeah, home we parties. Yeah, we would call that high tea. Yeah. High tea. But afternoon tea is just, yeah, like... Is an, it just an, having a biscuit and yeah, a cup of tea? It's a Nescafe and a penguin. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. At, because at, Lauren you, was really big on afternoon tea. Oh, yeah. All the time. And I would just be watching this being like, that's a lot of effort. That's she didn't Cucumber wanna... sandwiches, fruit scones. <laughs> Lauren didn't want to talk to whoever was immediately around her. She was like, let's go have a coffee. Uh, so, citizen, citizen, who have we got? Uh, we have the Rachel. same citizen. Oh. I'll let you do the citizen. Okay. <laughs> Our joint citizen is Paul. Oh, yeah. yeah. For mm-hmm. being Ooh. a fantastic and supportive father. He has Which to be a fantastic and supportive father to at least one uh, yeah, of his no, children. Yeah, no, one of seven isn't bad. <laughs> a lot. He's like Captain Von Trapp, that guy. Yeah, um, I mean, he interferes in Darren, but, it, you know, it's good. And Leo's like, don't tell David because he won't appreciate it. But ultimately, you did the right thing. And it was a really nice moment for Leo to acknowledge that even though he doesn't want to have a relationship with Paul, that he's quite happy for David to have a relationship with yeah. Paul and he appreciates that he's a good influence on him. That's really sweet. That's a lot of warm, fuzzy talk. Who's your shittizen? I'm torn between a couple. Um, Always, I say Mark Brennan. Um, Maybe Wayne, but I think I'm going to lean more towards, and you'll discuss him later, T-Bone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, T-Bone. He's got on my nerves this week. (laughs) T-Bone's a creep. He's a creep, and who is called (laughs) T-Bone? No one's called Roger or T-Bone. No. (laughs) Uh, that you're the same. Oh, um, oh. yeah. Well, I mean, T Bone, I think, is a lot of people's shits in the week. Um, Piper, a little bit again, but it's not this episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe for this episode, Carl, for being extremely unsupportive of Ben. 
Yeah, he's, ben? Oh, ben, right. it's yeah, it's really yeah, ben. yeah. Ben exists, um, but they've done this before when Chris wanted to be a mechanic and Papa Papas was what like, Nevers has recycled a story. Yes, Papa Papas. But, uh, yes, he was my hero. I loved Papa Papas, no. but I loved that he was just like. My son is gay and also a mechanic. This is the end of my life. <laughs> ben could also just maybe do engineering if he likes studying. And well, wants. I mean, that's the obvious thing, but in Neighbours you've got lawyer, you've got mechanic, you've got runs a cafe, as a policeman or as a barmaid. Yeah. That's about it. Any job that's in a kid's picture book of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you get anything else, you have to move away from Erinsborough. Or brand enthusiasm. <laughs> or brand enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank you, girls, Rachel and Hayley. <laughs> Phil, hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, Phil is I am Phil Chapman on Twitter. Comedian, philchapmancomedy.com. That's 45 people looking at you like they've never heard of me. <laughs> you just, you, no, this is it. This is, yeah, this but that's you the, own it. This is like three times the size of the crowd I normally play to. So, Ooh. it's good. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbours, how did it come to you? Uh, I've watched it since I remember, and then uh, I took a hiatus while I lived in the States for a bit. And then came back and I haven't missed an episode since September 2001. Whoa! It's a big year for a lot of reasons, but... Yeah. You were in there with Neighbours. Yeah, mainly when Neighbours got taken off air for about two weeks. That was the most devastating thing that happened that year, I think. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And, Phil, you you apparently produced a Neighbours music show for the 30th anniversary. For the 30th anniversary, I did... uh, a music show played uh, anyone that's ever been in Neighbours or any band that's ever been featured on, on Neighbours. A radio compilation. A radio compilation. So it was all the um, you know, Kylie, the twins, uh, Steph and Dennis. That's all. Yeah, he came on. <laughs> Ad Henry. Wait, you had him on? No, he, oh. he, uh, Steph and Dennis did an interview. Oh, bless he, him. Because he, uh, him and Olympia Valance were over in the UK. Promoting. Has, it that, has it been that long since Olympia's been on the show? Yeah. Wow. So she, they came on, and my producer actually had to interview her, and you could hear that he had no idea who she was. Whatever. Watch Neighbours. It was people that don't appreciate. Yeah, I was like, have you not heard of Holly Valance? And he was like, no. Nah. Oh. So yeah, he has no idea. Usually you can get people in that way. Yeah. Like, oh Holly, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I'm on board, but God. Because he was course. when you listen to it, he's going, so Olympia, Neighbours. Tell us about that. (laughs) Good chat. (laughs) Now, Phil, uh, we are talking about Thursday, which I have nicknamed Ugh Millsy episode. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you kick us off from when Millsy's skulking out of his one-night stand? So he comes in and uh, tells Ellie he's leaving because I I thought there was going to be like another Angus sort of selfie and then out the door. (laughs) Uh, But no, he comes in and says, I'm going to bounce because I don't want Susan to catch me in here because obviously he knew that he was going to go for the interview later and that's going to be weird in the interview also it's weird just being busted by your, your shag's aunt in yeah. The <laughs> yeah hi auntie and uncle you don't want to ask him about <laughs> it in the interview so you know uh, it's weird enough like seeing your housemates if you've brought someone over but yeah especially if they work together and see him in this yeah. one night stand on a school night this is where Mildy is with Zan Cannon saying that she means a lot to him yeah and they're having a lot of one-on-one chats in cafes and her texting him and that's not okay. Yeah, that's not cool as a teacher. Get your teacher's number out. And they're just doing it in the hallway as, as again, was said before. They're just talking about relationships in the hallway with your students. So she's clearly falling 
for Milsey, for her teacher, but he's secretly trying to undermine all the careers of every woman he's ever worked with. So he's um, number one on my shit list. And can you talk to me about the review panel? I don't understand the review panel. Why is he? Why is there a review panel? And why has Susan been removed from it? Well, it, I like the way that the guy just came in, the, the director, oh, yeah. and said, hey, Susan. And she was like, hey, how are you? And he was like, get out. <laughs> he didn't even... <laughs> There was no, like, you know, small talk beforehand. He just kicked her out, and it was like, oh, yeah, by the way. And then he, he just jumped in, didn't he? And he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I banged Ellie last night, so, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. have to leave. That's why I'm doing it. But what reviewing for what? For the assistant principal job or for a different job? I thought it was, like, an interview panel. For what? For the assistant principal job. Because he, he, he asked her for the job interview, yeah. and then sort of informally she was like, yeah, you can have an interview today. Uh, okay. And I was thinking, get something writing, dude, because she could right. easily just go, I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then that was when, after Susan had said, yeah. oh, Wayne's been complained about. Right. And then you saw him go and do the cheese at Ellie. He was like, yeah. And that was, <laughs> always makes a girl feel special. Uh, and then, so he's appointed the assistant acting principal, just what he always wanted, job. And then he's like, I love you, Ellie. He's like, whoa, let's slow down. Yeah. Why are you suddenly telling the education department we're boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah, and uh, and then he's like, do you want me to break it off? I'll break it off. And he gets his phone out and sort of messes around with it, yeah. with that empty threat. He's and miming. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to write an email. And he's, uh, <laughs> but what is he going to say to them anyway? Even if he does write, my girlfriend said, I'm not allowed the job. Um, <laughs> and you know someone's serious when they pick the phone up and put it to their ear as if they're about to dial. Like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Like, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't pretend to talk. Just... <laughs> Hello, yeah. <laughs> man who came into the office earlier today. <laughs> well, yeah, after she confronts him, and uh, then, then he has the chat with Xanthi, and then that's when the real, like, she starts to fancy him comes well, yeah, in, doesn't he, it? He tells her to keep an eye out for any dodgy conversations about him around town. Yeah, and then slips in that he's the only, she's the only yeah. one. And then she has that. That was some great acting, I thought. Yeah. I know, it, we, like, the act actress, she was great. She just played that, like, moment of, like... It clicked. You could see that it That teenage, you know, innocence and I getting saw on, taken. And on Instagram, Colette Nan was saying that Lily had glandular fever throughout this whole run She did sound episodes, ill. She did sound ill. amazing. I noticed like, that in the next episode. Showbiz kids, get to work. Yeah. No one is sick. Uh, so, amazing stuff. Now, piles. Let's get into some T-bone. We're at the Tanak Packers. Uh, meanwhile, Tyler and Ben are talking about their insecurities. Like, Tyler's insecure in his relationship with his school-age girlfriend. Um, suddenly, he's like, she likes reading. I don't like reading. Yeah, she watches documentaries. Like, they're difficult to do. And, <laughs> and then he's like, she's... she's making documentaries. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be a high-flying media person. She's got a vlog. That, like, <laughs> with, like, which she's been banned from. Like, you've never heard since... Yeah, well, Since she got the band. She's still got the subscribers. Yeah, yeah, she got like 20 subscribers. It's and, like, uh, it's really easy to click subscribe and then never just tune in again. <laughs> yeah, so she's got that and he was like crying about that. And the Tana that was, it started off when her and him were having the chat in the Tanak Packers. <coughs> yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a sign on the door, which is wide open saying eco-friendly. So I'm hoping they haven't got AC. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why everyone's always outside on the deck chairs. Yeah, and uh, but then like T-Bone comes in and just halfway through the conversation, she's like, T-Bone, ah! He's like, who's that guy? I thought she was, like, her laughing and reacting was really natural, like her like her random, like, fits of giggles, but I thought she was overdoing it a little bit. Like, T-Bone's not that funny. <laughs> well, he just did the Robert De Niro face. You know? 
and then she like pissed herself laughing. I should take I should take photos of everyone's faces that are pulling being pulled today, and we'll tweet them. Yeah. We'll do like a face gallery of um, mugging. I love his voice too because he sounds like a 1920s like New York bad guy. What was his accent? Yeah, he wasn't. She said he visited Canada. She didn't say he was from Canada. Was he American? No, I thought he was Canadian. But then he, because they lived in Vancouver. Oh, maybe well, he visited but, Vancouver. He, was, he talked like, he was, he was like, yeah, I'm going down to the market later. <laughs> it, I don't know, he, he had that weird, like, like Christopher Walken thing. It's hard. Going on. It's hard. All the neighbors. Aussie actors, they're trying to train to go Everybody to LA. Everybody needs good neighbours. <laughs> the Aussie actors are all trying to train for LA, and they're all trying to work on that American accent, or Canadian accent. Canadian's harder, and, like, that's rough. And CJ actually texted and said... I know my boss's friend knows him and he's not Canadian, he's Australian. I'm like, yes, I picked that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your intel. <laughs> and then he's jamming out with yeah. his guitar. He's going nuts and she's filming it, which is like, he's just the creepy dude in the, I don't know, T-Bone. He's not going to stick around, definitely, well, because also, his name's T-Bone. Okay, firstly, he's backpacking. Is it his guitar? You're not backpacking, backpacking with your guitar. I don't know if you met backpackers. They like to play guitar. Oh, they, they just, they, they just find his Wonderwall, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. play that it's everywhere. Just any, it's like people that know piano. It's like, oh, I'll tinker for you. Yeah, I'd like to. Joe, if I was going to be in the show, though, that's the way I'd want to come in, as like the guy in the the random dude. Yeah. In the in the backpackers, I'd want to be that creepy older guy. I'm like 35, so I'd be that creepy really? older guy. Yeah. So I'd be that creepy older guy. That sort of you know, there's always one in the backpackers, yeah. you know the one that you don't you like. I hope he's not in my room. Yeah, you know, that kind of. At this one, it's Tyler. Yeah, yeah. He, he has to live there because all the friends are yeah. so quickly. You know, they come in and out, and they don't get to know him too well. Um, so he's found this guitar. He's jamming out, and also she's uploading it to her vlog, which I I judge her on because, firstly, okay, it's it's maybe it's not copyrighted music. It's maybe it's an original song. But is she going to pay him royalties to use his music on her vlog, where she's probably getting. Money? Like pennies? Yeah. She's still getting much. Like, someone's probably going to report that video. Yeah, and be like, that's T-Bone, the guy that was (laughs) creepy guy from my back. So Tyler's questioning his relationship and planning his trip to Dalesford, which we'll talk more about Friday. We'll get into Dalesford. Uh, Now, meanwhile, over at um, Limber Ladybird Land, Gazcan's trying to make it up to his missus with a bunch of flowers. Yes. Tarage's seething, having learnt that her boyfriend's ex... Did weird sex poses with him? Yeah, but where did she think he learned it? Like prison? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Of course, he learned it with another woman. Like that was always going to be the case because he showed her it. It wasn't like she showed him, and then yeah. Brooke was like, "Oh, I was gonna... yeah." He didn't just like there was a lot of talk about who invented it. It's yeah. Not, it's like a light bulb. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just tinker away in your studio. Yeah, it could be a totally different position because they're both different <laughs> body shapes and sizes and heights. So. Then we see a real ladybird, just for visuals. Oh, by the way, when when she, she goes like, I need to talk to you, and then she just takes one step, a foot over, <laughs> so it's private, and it's even closer to the barista. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I need to talk to you. Yeah, there was there was no private spot. Yeah. It's not like sometimes they had that little booth set up, but that wasn't set up. Yeah, day. yeah. It was just near the espresso machine to hear the screeching of the coffee. Uh, so, one of my favourite scenes of the week was Susan Tarage having a little gossip sesh. Oh, I love that, yes. Uh, before work, because they're, they're like, Susan, do you want to leave to work? She's like, nah, I've got the people coming over. Yeah. <laughs> a coffee. I'm the boss. Take it off when I want. Uh, and Susan's got the coffee ready. She hands it straight to Tarage, and she's like, tell, uh, tell me what's going on. Yeah. 
and they cook up this idea to distract Fifi Box by dating Paul. Paul. But the, the, between that, Therese says she's always had good feedback, which I thought was very hotelier of her. Like, <laughs> she's given them a card afterwards. Do you mind rating me out of five? Trip advisor. Yeah, you can, you can win a dinner for two at Lasseter's. Uh, day so, yeah. spa. Yeah, day Treatment spa. of choice. Yeah, you can get a little... Uh, and so she goes to like orchestrate this meeting with Fifi and Paul, and uh, that was a great pullback and reveal as well. Where she's like, "I need someone evil. Who can I?" And you're all thinking Paul, and then she's talking to Paul. Yes, yeah, great, straight in. Yeah. And the one of the best lines of the week, I think, was Colette Nam when she goes, "Are you trying to set her up with bags?" Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Which, as we know, is short for money bags. Yes. Some people forget it's money bags. Sheila had a few good lines. Mm. Like when she's ready for the going out, she's like, you're going to knock his socks off. And she's like, or his leg. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's very ableist of her. Yeah. But she can get away with it because she's an older, less informed character. Yeah. Uh, A bogan. Zancan will start calling her out soon for her ableism. Yeah, I hope she does. Humor. So, and also, Sheila's just getting a massage in the middle of all that. She's like... Yeah. like Getting one for free. Yeah. And then Paul's like, no, Fifi's a bogan. And co-host Kate pointed out, um, he was married to Lynn Scully. Yes. <laughs> Queen was... of bogans. Yeah, absolute bogan. So, but they have dinner, not even at his own restaurant. Not, not at the flame tree. No, at the waterhole. It's such a cheap date. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's paying. I'm like, yeah, it's pot and a palmer night. Like, yeah. <laughs> two for one. Yeah, it's nothing. I won this off to raise when I gave her feedback for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so they have this date and realise very quickly that each wants to make the other person jealous. So we can use this partnership to make our love interests pine for us. And so she, they join forces, which I enjoy. And she comes straight back into the cannings and like, gives Paul glowing reviews, five-star reviews. Um, but the weirdest part for me was... That the music that's playing in the Canning House, may you may not not all notice, but it's the Family Feud production music. It was like <laughs> it was like the Cannings that sat down at eleven o'clock at night to watch a replay of Family Feud. They they love it though, don't they? The Cannings because they won. They were most there. So episode. that's why they they pro- they're probably just watching their episode again. <laughs> that's what I would do. Just on the on the on the server. Yeah. Bang it on. Should we watch our episode again? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And Sheila was suspicious. And then yeah. Therese was like made up with herself, but Gary was jealous. And I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, guys, a lot of depth. Yeah. So Therese hasn't quite realised what she's done. This chain of events she's unlocked. No. So. They, the moment that she came together with Paul in that conversation, there was a bit of sizzling heat. Yeah. I thought. I thought it was weird how he talked about his seven kids as well and didn't mention the whole incest scare. Well, okay, which, there's a lot. <laughs> which three of them had, because Elle had that. Yes, it's okay. scary. He could have, okay, there was a lot that Paul could have unpacked with that seven kids bombshell. Firstly, isn't one of them dead? One of them's dead. One's dead. Yeah. One of them's in jail? Mental hospital. Oh, mental hospital. Oh. Yeah. The Rob Rob and Cam Rob out of the picture. Yeah. And then the third triplet is L, Lucinda. Yeah, she She's had the, she almost got incest with Oliver. Oliver, because she thought but, he was her brother. Yeah. Uh, she's in New York. And then Andrew, somewhere. And um Amy is here and then we have the twins which one of them I'm not convinced is his son but that's fine yeah. and I love that that was just one sentence on a date it's like got seven kids oh end, yeah. of, end of conversation <laughs> just All lean back partners. it's good yeah. shut up line just yeah, yeah I'm fertile <laughs> uh, anything else key that I've missed no oh, that was it there was loads of symbolism like you said with Ooh. the ladybird mm. on the flowers what, what did it symbol Phil the, lady, the limber ladybird that was like the. it wouldn't go away it was like the thing that was annoying her in a relationship and she couldn't sh- 
on yeah. a bit of um, botany. Yeah, on a bit of botany. On a plant. But then later on, you had uh, Tyler and Piper having an argument because she's like, she was bagging him about his like mechanics. Yeah, that was, she was, that like, was way harsh. Once you know, once you know an engine, you know an engine. And he's like, I'm doing a carburetor thing, and I don't know a lot about cars, but I know a carburetor is like one of the most important bits. So surely that's like <laughs> mechanics 101. I'm like in awe. I'm in awe of the tradespeople. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah, know. I'd have no. I have no idea. I have to call the AA if my, yeah. you know, like the card and stuff. I can't change light bulbs. Like, Tire needs changing. Can you come to? Yeah, the people that know how to do those things. Yeah. Like, don't be down. Like, don't be talking down. Yeah. His and, skill set pipes. And then and she did it about Ben as well and to mm. to T Bone. Yeah. But I thought that was good symbolism again when like. They're sort of that's like the beginning of the end for them, I think, mm. where they were like having the conversation, oh, and then it went over to Finn and Xanthi in the same scene, yeah. where theirs is beginning. Inappropriate Gross. relationship ends, another one begins. Well, speaking of inappropriate, <laughs> Phil, yeah, Citizen Citizen, have you got one? Citizen, uh, I am gonna say Piper, mm-hmm. because I thought like it'll probably be talked about more about mm-hmm. tomorrow, but she's just a bit acting a bit immature. In the relationship, but also holier than thou. Like yeah, she's really, she's really, skills. she's really being horrible to Tyler. Which you can kind of do when you're in year twelve and you're learning all these, starting to learn all these high concepts like like your philosophy and literature, and you're working on your exams and something. You're like, yes, I know about postmodernism, and yeah, um, you just you can talk, and your parents are like, whatever. In two weeks, you won't remember any of this. Yeah, <laughs> after exams. Uh, so she was citizen and citizen. There was a lot of good. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff this week. I like Steph being mm. uh, nice to um, being nice to Sonia, but like being so good to Sonia. But I, I'm gonna say Shane because I like the way he's gonna bring like a fresh. You like Shane? I love yes. Shane. I think he's gonna like his it. like ballads. Yeah, his little ballads and his little like happy music, which stopped and like comedy moments. I think they're gonna be like an interesting family. I wish I prepared a bush ballad for t- today. We should have done. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, Citizen Shane, Citizen is Piper. Thank you, Phil. I am Phil Chapman. You'll tweet gigs where you're playing later. Yes, uh, they'll just up. get retweeted by yeah. me. And, yeah. uh, so come and check me out. You can go see him. In London. Talk about non-neighbours things. In, in London on May the 20th. Yeah. I sometimes throw in a bit of neighbours comedy, but no one really gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. They always just sit there going, <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Phil. Thanks. <laughs> Final guest is Sarah Gibbs. Sarah, come on over. <laughs> Sarah helped me organise a lot of today, so I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. Because uh, she was like, do you want some help organising your podcast in London? And I suddenly went, yes. <laughs> I was just going to turn up. <laughs> uh, but so thank you. Uh, Sarah is Sarah underscore Rose underscore G on Twitter. You'll know her from there. And she's a comedy writer and editor of the Succubus magazine, online magazine. Succubusmag.com. It's very right. humorous. How, what's your neighbour's connection, Sarah? Uh, so I have weird hippie parents. Hi, Mum. And um, they didn't let me watch TV as a kid. So I used to sneak off every afternoon to my friends, Karis and Rani, who are almost definitely not listening to this, um, and watch Neighbours every evening at their place. And I think I joined in around the time that Madge died. So that was, yeah, that's my era. And I think I dropped out for a little bit around the time of the Parkers. Um, but that Parkers was a weird time. Yeah, it was a strange time. And then, uh, and then I kind of dropped back in not too... I didn't miss too much. I think I'm all caught up now. And also there was that weird... I was going to segue into the Parkers, but that's probably, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll have drinks later and we'll talk about that weird Parker that they wrote off we never heard from again. That was, uh, oh, what, Nicola? 
uh, I don't Riley. know. Riley. Oh, and then they yeah. Brought in, they brought in Dean Geyer, who looked like Riley, but had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. So, all right. Friday. We're at the end of the week. How's your view on the week so far, by the way? Oof, well, I've actually, yeah, I'd forgotten the whole thing. Um, like, I watched it all a couple of days ago and then promptly forgot it. So mm. it was memorable. Yeah. Um, must have been a good one. Yeah. Uh, we opened Friday with Milzy doing a bit of Tai Chi out on the lawn like it's the 90s. <laughs> Does yeah. anyone do? Maybe it's maybe it's. I thought it was people... qigong, because he was he was. Mo- I don't know. It was one of the cheese. Can anyone weigh in on whether it was tai chi or qigong, or um, what's that one that's like? It's like Pilates and yoga and body, body balance. Maybe it was body balance. Yeah, he he seemed to he seemed to be looking at something like some visual, like like he could see the energy. So I think mm. it was one of the cheese, uh, one of the cheese. And then yeah. Ellie's jogging along in her perfectly curled ponytail. Which is one of my pet peeves. People that can exercise whilst well coiffed, being well coiffed. And they run into each other because they're being weird. Because they slept together and now they don't know what to do. Yeah, so she, I think yesterday, said that she wanted to slow things down. So he immediately takes it as a cue to start asking her to do everything with him that day. So it's like, how about lunch? No, no. Uh, dinner? Still no. Or we could brush our teeth together. Like, anything. He was so desperate. Just tell me when it's slow. Yeah. Just tell me when I get to slow. Yeah. And she's like, back off, buddy. And then has a cuppa with Annie Sue's and they uh, sit down and she's like, what do I do? And Susan's like, I don't know. She's like, no, seriously, what do I do? Tell me what to do, which I thought was nice. Yeah, She's like, I got sweet. my hot mess. And that's where Susan says, we think, I think millsy has got an agenda. Yeah. And Xanthi's eavesdropping behind the screen door and hears them trash talking another teacher. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was weird that they had that very private conversation with the door open, but it is neighbours. Screen doors are a big thing in Australia, but typically you don't leave them open unless it's the middle of summer. Yeah. And you're having a barbecue and guests are coming over and you don't want them to have to ring the doorbell. You're just like, come in. Yeah. But the rest of the time, it's a security door. It's meant to keep the world out. No, no. She and she was there for like quite an extraordinary length of time as well. She was there for the full mm. the full combo. She heard everything. Mm. Yeah, like she was probably about to take deliveries. Like the postman <laughs> yeah. was about to come on. Now, Zankans immediately panicked about Millsy's aneurysm. She runs to Tanaka One. She could have just googled it, but fine. Yeah, well, I don't understand this. Why was she so panicked that this small setback would cause him to immediately drop dead? Like, yeah. On what planet is that? And also, so it's people talking badly about him, but if she hadn't told him that people are bad-mouthing him, he wouldn't have been stressed. No. Yeah. Oh. So really, yeah, it's a, it's a zanurism. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Zanurism. Uh, and while we're on little nicknames, uh, this is the point where Millsy drops for the second time in recent history the Zancan special. Mm-hmm. Neighbours' nickname is Zancan and now it is Canon on Neighbours. Is that? <laughs> Neighbours pun podcast spin-off. Uh, Zancan special. So I'm a li- I was thrilled, but I'm a little bit sad that it had to be Finn that said it. It's a shame. Why couldn't Xanthi have said, I'll give you the Zancan special? Because I don't think you can give yourself a nickname. That's a bit loserly. Oh. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, what do we think it is? Yell out. What do we think the Zancan special is at, at the cafe? Don't know. Is it like the Limber Ladybird? No, no. <laughs> we're not going there. Don't yell out anymore. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Oh, yes, the Sangers. Yeah, the, the, poison, um, the food poisoning Sangers. I just thought it was like um, a hot chocolate with like a shot of alcohol or something. Yeah. 
So then she talks to Father Father about it, mm. she, about how to break an oath that she hasn't actually taken. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk to the Catholic Church about yeah. what it's like to keep secrets. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, w- I have a secret. It's a burden on me. What do I do? Yeah, and she and there was quite a nice little moment, a quite a typically <coughs> Xanthi moment, where she kind of goes, "Oh, you can't, you can't say anything," because you know, <laughs> she yeah. she does a cute little Zankan gesture, and she does sweetly come to the conclusion, "I need to tell someone. Mm. This is a lot to take on," and yeah. that's that should have been Father Father's advice. Like, it's you can't carry this on your own. Confide in someone. He's like. Maybe don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty useless. Um, but also I noticed about Xanthi this week is that she'd sort of upped the teen speak to unbearable levels. Like, was, she, was this always the case? Yeah. Where, I mean, has she always been talking in OMGs and LOLs? Yeah. Or am I just paying more attention this week? <laughs> I think once you start taking notes, you're oh, like... Awful. Uh, one weird thing, she's, she's all up on the teen lingo but never talks to her teenage best friend about anything. No. So she and Piper sat down out the front of the Tanak Packers and she's like, what's it like dating an older guy? I'm like, they've been together for six months. <laughs> you should have been having these conversations the minute you found out she was shacking up with her 25-year-old mechanic boyfriend. Yeah, preach. Like, so now they're like, hey, let's talk about things. You're meant to be best friends. Sorry, okay, I'm on it. No, I, don't, I don't buy that friendship. Okay. I, don't, I don't buy it at all. Okay. Yeah. So, T-Bone, thoughts? Ooh, T Bone, T Bone, T Bone. You had a new, you made a na- new name for him. Uh, T Boner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because that is literally his entire function. Or P Boner, if we're going to get really disgusting. Um, but yes. Yeah, so basically, um, he has South Park's idea of a Canadian accent. Let's just get yes. that out. Yes. So, sort of what? Tim and Eric. No, yeah. Tim and Phil and Terence. Phil and Terence and Phil. Terence and Philip. That's the ones. Yeah. So he's he's sort of a Terence and Philip. So um, they have they're playing this loud kind of early naughty style metal music, and he has a crew of ethnically diverse friends who don't speak. <laughs> Which okay, I hate that they don't speak, but I do enjoy the Tanak Packers for bringing some uh, contextual diversity to the street. I just yeah wish yeah. that they could talk, but yeah. fair, but but they can't. Yeah. So so they're all sat around bobbing along to this music like like they're listening to the Spice Girls. It's adorable, <laughs> and, and also everyone's complaining about the music. Shouldn't the Backpackers have rules, like a set of rules, like don't play music after this time or don't play yeah. it unless it's in a communal area. I don't know. Well, like, T-Bone doesn't care about the rules. He's a renegade. Yeah, he's a he's a rebel. So so, so Piper asks, she, she's asked him to turn it down because she's doing an essay. And then T-Bone says, Asia Pacific is my jam. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a thing that anyone would ever that say. That was one of my favourite quotes of the week. Word for word, Asia Pacific is my jam. Well done, T-Bone. Mm-hmm. And then I also like made a note of the violent dodgeball that was happening. Okay, so yeah, we've got to talk about the... So European rules, I don't know, I, I, I went to school and no one chucked a basketball at my head. Not, not, for, not recreationally anyway. And, <laughs> and alone not yeah. with rules. No, not with rules. And, and also then, then when Tyler's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, well, Piper knows all about this. It's, you know, it's the height of sophistication. Piper's worldly. She knows all about chucking basketballs at people's heads. Uh, no. Uh, so, well, I don't even know the, the Australian rules dodgeball. Do we have no. the Australian rules football? We don't have Australian rules dodgeball. And then she, he starts muscling in on Piper suddenly. Mm. And Piper's trying to explain to Tyler, oh, this happens all the time. Yeah. The guys are throwing themselves at me. One of them asked me to show him my valley and it was a weird translation. And, um, <laughs> um, okay. and then there was the, the, the fluid guy who wanted yes. a package deal. Yeah, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Uh, but then she takes that to lecture Tyler on everyday sexism and, like, 
and reprimands him for not knowing yeah. the feminist crusades that she knows about. And I mean, I mean, I guess he's saying his problem is that she reads too much. We're like, you can read too, Tyler, if you want to bond with Tyler over reading. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. I mean, yeah. So, so T Bone calls him dopey, which I think is rich coming from someone called T Bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the hierarchy of yeah. nicknames. Tyler then has a go at T-Bone for the music mm. again and like roughs him up a bit and kicks him out of the backpackers and Piper's like, Leo's, you can't just be kicking customers out of this place of business and also don't fight my battles for me because I didn't tell you to. But also who's in charge? She said we're in charge when Leo's not here. But do they have assigned shifts? Because Piper and Tyler yeah. both have jobs. It's quite a casual arrangement, isn't it? So I don't know what's going on there. Is it like a twenty? Is it twenty four? It's not a twenty four hour reception. It's like a just leave your key in the box kind of. Leave your key in the box with your mushroom tea. Yeah, and get out. <laughs> now Tyler and Ben are planning a little road trip to Dalesford, and my friend Penny wrote a blog pennytangy.com.au about Friday's episode, and she explained some of the the perks of Dalesford that Tyler and Ben might be enjoying. One of them was the lavender farm. Oh. Um, another is the Mineral Springs. So it is famous for its mineral springs. A lap of luxury. Yeah, take a, have a spa. Um, so it's quite a lovely country town in Victoria, I guess, where they do mechanics courses. Guess so. so. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of Tyler and Ben in mud masks, just reading about the carburetors, <laughs> the cucumber eyes. Seems a bit unfair on Piper. They've left her in that crap hole to fend off all these advances from these creepy men while they go off on their little spa day together. Yeah, and then she's up in the mezzanine on her own. Yeah. No doors. No. Okay, finally, Toadie and Susan. Oh, so, yeah, I have I have some feelings about this because I feel like, what, what does Susan owe to? I know she's kind of been a surrogate parent to Toadie. Don't, but... oh, oh, careful with the word surrogate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that Don't around. Throw it around. Um, this is she didn't provide an egg, just to be clear. Um, I guess when the Rebeccas were disgraced and left town, she, he stayed behind and Susan took yeah. him. Yeah. So, so for a second time, she's been lumbered with Toady and fair, fair dues. He's had his arm in a cast, but she's sort of. I feel like the way she brought up the chores thing was like she's been trying to find a way to say this for a while. Like she's been, she's been trying, looking for her moment, yeah. hasn't she? Like, she's like, there's been a, probably a pile, a stack of dishes, and yeah. she's been looking at them every day. Like, yeah, when that cast yeah. comes off. Yeah, that was That's that was it. her moment, and there was a lot of pent up resentment in that delivery. And just mow the fucking lawn, Toady. Mow the fuck. He gets he gets a letter which is like Sonia's redirecting his mail, which I think is excessive given that she lives across the street. Oh, yeah, I just d- drop it in. Just drop it. in. They don't even have to go right to the door. She can just drop it in his box. Put it in Nell's backpack after yeah. the daycare pickup. Like really, come on. It's it's yeah. Uh, and then so also, if even if you are staying in like. Maybe you're not paying rent, but maybe offer to call in a gardening service as a favour to you guys for putting me up. Lawn's mowed. Jim's mowing. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Oh, and then we have to get to the moment where Toadie cracks it. Yeah, so that puts him in a horrible mood because his mail has been redirected and he's upset. So he goes to work. It's actually quite a convenient (laughs) service, mail redirection, and it costs money in Australia. It's like 50 bucks to redirect your mail for three months or whatever it is. They need that money. They really need that money. No one's talking about this, but why are they not scrimping and saving? Yes, they they need to be eating beans down at the backpackers. Exactly. So he goes to work and Aaron is also at work. Um, or what Aaron calls work, um, just you know, hanging out on his little desk stepper thing. Um, oh, the hot, I love the hot stepper. Called the yeah. hot stepper. His standing desk. 
Yeah, and he's gossiping with Tyler about his love life, which is cute, and all his reasons for not wanting to go out with Minnie Tanaka. And um, Toady walks in dressed as a painting that's hanging in his office. I don't know if you guys noticed, his shirt exactly matched this painting on the wall. It's like camouflage. Oh. Yeah, it was was just pastel on pastel. Maybe he was just trying to go um, incognito. Maybe, yeah. I, I think maybe he was just irritated to find Aaron there in the first place. It was a weekend. Anzac Day weekend. And you can, yes. and if you're running an online marketing company, you can just do it from home. Yeah, Why exactly. Why are you coming in? So there's a lot of stuff with Mini Tanaka and Aaron. Oh, yeah, he wants Aaron to contribute to a fundraiser for the Spinal Unit. Oh, yeah, so the, so the best moment of the episode for me was when Aaron oh, yeah. offers to donate a, an hour of his time and, and Mini Tanaka goes, well, how much should I say that is? And Aaron's like, mm, uh, five bucks, ten bucks, two hundred bucks. He just <laughs> prices himself on the fly. Yeah, you've got to sell yourself. Yeah. Like, sell yourself. It's all about image. Yeah, he's got it's no image. pricing structure. That's proving Toadie's point from later on, that he doesn't really have a business. So Toadie goes off chop and has a go and says, what are you even doing here? Like, you don't even, your business is not worth anything. You don't have customers. You don't have clients. You give away your work for free, which is a little ironic, Toadfish. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many pro bonos have you done? And he says, there's no pot of gold, you're chasing rainbows. I thought that was a little homophobic. It's oh. chasing waterfalls, Toadie. If you're going to go TLC on him, get it right. <laughs> or pavements, if you're going to go Adele. Oh, yeah, exactly. he could have gone any route, but he chose rainbows. <sighs> Dead to me. Not okay. Uh, and I just saw Aaron's little heartbreak when he said, there's no pot of gold. I know. Yeah. I feel like Aaron really believed in the pot of gold. Yeah. But I, I'm glad someone had to say it because Aaron's business is bullshit and everyone knows it's bullshit and everyone's being so sweet to him about it because he's lovely and it's like kicking a puppy. But someone had to kick that puppy because that puppy is deluded. <laughs> and I guess at least Naomi Canning Enterprises was a bit airy-fairy as well, but she was booking good gigs. Yeah. Like She yeah. ran the whole Aaron's Brew Festival on her own. Exactly, and she was making money. And the thing is, when... Um, when, when Aaron listed examples of work that he'd done, he listed examples of work that had absolutely nothing to do with the thing that he just described his business to be about. So he's like, oh, well, I managed Maddie's career. It's like, that's, that's an artist manager. That's not, that's not what you do. And also, and, but then it's like, oh, but she's in Queensland now. You can still manage someone from two states away. Actually, what Toadie said is when Re Angus and Maddie was, oh, they've both left. It's like, that got a bit meta. It's like, left what, Toadie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they left the city. Yeah. <laughs> they still exist. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favourite moment, finally, of Friday was when uh, Shane Rebecca weighs in on Tanaka One's love life and give him, gives him a bit of tip, few tips on flirting. And he says, well, the way I won my wife over was when I complimented her as her portrayal of Rizzo in Greece in the Burke Community Theatre production. Flattery. Flattery all the way. Terrible advice. Terrible advice. That'll get you about a minute into the conversation. Then you've got to have other stuff. And so David just runs so literally with it. He's like, your shirt is nice. Your neck, your feet. (laughs) Your ears are good. It's like everything he could see. It was complimenting. It was a very G-rated way to kind of shoehorn in that he was looking at Aaron's butt. Yeah. Like they, they zoomed right in. It wasn't subtle. Neighbours is not going subtle with the sexual references not at, at the moment. Not all. Not with the valley and the... I don't like it. Ladybird and the... No, I want, I want to work for my metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to picture any of these people naked. It's like your parents. I don't yeah. want to think about it. I don't yeah. want to hear about it. The cliffhanger of the whole week is T-Bone rolling back into the backpackers after being kicked out. 
Yeah. Loitering. He he, uh, he gets a little threatening and I don't like it and I'm not sure where it's going. Hopefully he doesn't assault Piper no, and they anyone. get rewarded with a fantastic glittering music career or something. <laughs> this, um, this, this, this is going to be, maybe not Aaron, but some other music producer is going to come into town and yeah. go, Oh, is this the Sex Pest Convention? <laughs> I've, got some, I've got a new album I'd like someone to record. Uh, but also, I think what I would love for T-Bone is he just turned around and suddenly went, Piper, give me some advice on some charity work. <laughs> like, I really want to turn over a new leaf. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And when, when she rejected him, he said, you'll be sorry. It didn't oh. say... Yeah, all all a bit ominous and not very funny. It's like, mate, you're like in a $60 a night room. Just calm down. Yeah. Uh, now, Sarah, citizen or citizen or both? Ooh, okay. Uh, my citizen of the week, despite the casual homophobia, is Toadie, just, just for kicking Aaron while he's down. Bravo, masterpiece. Uh, citizen, citizen. Ooh, yeah. citizen. Oh, no, wait, that wasn't... No, me. no, he was my citizen. Oh. No. <laughs> Toadie's a hero. Brutal. His social assassin. Uh, love it. Uh, I, ooh, my citizen... But also, sorry, just to interrupt you... Aaron is paying to share the office space, isn't he? No, like, no, Toadie's oh. paying him oh, to okay. do work. I was going to say, if you're paying for your office space, you can dig around on Facebook all day and it's no one's business. But if Toadie's paying, yeah. then get him out of there. No, and I wrote my... Ah, sh- oh, yes. So my shitizen of the week is Father Father, and that is because he equated his coming out as a priest with David coming out as gay to his family. <laughs> like, like it's the same thing. He's like, I know your struggle. Yes. Because... I announced my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do this now. <laughs> and, and also for just for giving Xanthi terribly irresponsible cop-out oh, advice. Yes. This is, and for generally being just, no, no, no to him. And that's a, that was a very small parcel of meat he brought to that barbecue. That, yeah. was, that wasn't going <laughs> to feed anybody. No. no. Bad. Okay, Kate and CJ phoned in their, theirs. Kate's was citizen for Amy, uh, mooning around after her brother like a Virginia Andrews character. <laughs> And CJ, the Canadian douchebag. And Perfect Blend is, I'm sent one in and I'm sharing it with them. Uh, Finn, Millsy, is shitizen. No one messes with Susan Kennedy. Uh, so I agree. And uh, that's that. Um, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you for helping organising here. Um, we got to the end. We got to the end. Can we take like one second before we end? Because we didn't have a podcast for this. And I feel like acknowledgement needs to be had for that amazing coming out scene with David yeah. and Leo yeah. and and like I was so not into the Tanakas yeah. until that moment and now I love them I'm all about the Tanakas I'm warming to them too yeah. a little bit now it's funny when you give people stories with depth mm. what will happen <laughs> amazing uh, yeah lovely and happy to have another out character on the street welcome uh, now Couple of thank yous. Thank you to the Rose and Crown for uh, having us, even though they don't really think they understand what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's a few people here. Like, <laughs> yep. And uh, Sarah for helping me organise. And thank you. And and for all our guests, Nay Blog, Paul and Sarah, Rachel and Haley and Phil. Woo! Um, Periscope people, although I didn't really treat you very well today, but we'll just fix that another time. Uh, and everyone for trekking out, really appreciate it, and all the people that um, wish they could but didn't and couldn't. And anyway, good, I appreciate the effort. And uh, Kate, CJ, Penny back home, and KB, BF did the door, did my. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> did all my. 
put up with a lot of my stressing out. And, okay, neighbourspod.com, I'll upload this episode and some photos and some fun stuff and um, we'll keep tweeting. And it was really nice to meet... It was really nice to meet you all, and we'll keep chatting. Neighbours Pod on Twitter, and I don't want to—I don't want to stop talking. So. And a huge round of applause oh. for Vea. Oh. <laughs> Thanks so much. I was just like, I'm like, yeah, I'll just go do my podcast in London, <laughs> and then we did it. It's a thing. It's real. Um, so we'll stick around, and we'll have a drink upstairs, and we'll have proper chats about real things that aren't <laughs> fictional and or we can just keep talking about neighbors that's fine and thank you guys for listening and we'll chat soon oh there's a lucky door prize and we'll draw the lucky door prize in moments we don't need to record the lucky door prize draw that's not great content but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much and we'll chat soon Yay.